You're listening to the Did You Hear Show. Yo, 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 morning, folks. Here it is. With your host, Jason Garvey. Yo, 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 what's happening, folks? Welcome back to the Did You Hear Show. Today we have my co-host, Jay Farrell, on the decks, Martin Murray, and the one and only Paddy Houlihan. Paddy, how's things, bud? Good to be here, lads. Good to be here. Look, company. looking fresh. Yeah, yeah. You're only back from a walk, eh? <laughs> That's what I said. I look like a road man coming in here. Right here. Um, <laughs> we wouldn't have you any other way. Know, I only had to be in Glendalough there a few minutes ago, so eh. Uh, Just on a rocky style jog, you mean? Yeah. Rain <laughs> from Glendalough. <laughs> 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 you know what I mean? Oh, stop! Paddy was only here five minutes, and he thought he was robbed. He left his phone and his bleeding car keys on the sea, and he was convinced that Clondalkin and Dunham Dordie. Yeah, because yeah. of all the guests we are waiting to get on to rob. <laughs> 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 You're waiting to rob him. Oh. Yeah, but not only that, we were coursing during the week, weren't we? No, don't say we that. We were. <laughs> no, because we didn't know us. Shut up, We Jay. went out for a drink watching the match. Oh, Wednesday, yeah. Yeah. And we get a bleeding, we get a text basically saying, like, oh, I can do a half an hour, rabbit, Ari final, hop in the car. And I was like, no, it's not tonight. Do you know what I mean? We thought he was ditching Oh, yeah, we forgot all about that, actually, yeah. Back me up here. Yeah, I remember, that was mad. Well, it's like a washing machine falling down the stairs. Do you know what we were doing? <laughs> we, we it's were random <laughs> and everywhere. We were sitting there and we were like, right, well, how are we going to announce that it's cancelled? Yeah, we were trying yeah. to think of ways. Trying to think, yeah. Because I had previously said to you, it's in the studio. And when you said, oh, when is this Zoom starting? I'm like, this fucker's winding me up. Do you know what I <laughs> mean? He's on the wind-up. He's yeah, trying he to get out of this, he is. But, um... You're here anyway, welcome. We'd never let us down. We're a man of my word. And yeah, I told you I do this away. I told you I do this, I said, you know, and a few people I have and a few few podcasts I haven't got back to. Sorry about that. <laughs> you motherfucker. I just, I tell, as I said, man, life is just so busy. Like, life yeah. is crazy. Like, I look, we're working system. We stay on your heels until you're the swans. You know what I mean? I like it. Clun knocking style. Cross the road. When you're crossing over that road, you have to be careful. <laughs> <laughs> you might lose your keys and yeah. your phone. Yeah, he's going to have them. <laughs> so, oh. what has you busy then these days? What have you been on your coaching now? Um, so, the, the coaching thing is, is something I've always done. I've been coaching probably for about Maybe about 13 or 14 years now, to be mm-hmm. honest. Um, so, I, I love coaching. I love development. Um, I don't take, like if someone said to me, like, I'm a pro fire and I'm this good. No, I'm not into that. I'm into development. It's like player yeah. manager or something. You know, when, yeah, everyone yeah. Else, when everyone else was buying FIFA, I was buying player manager. And they were like, you're a weirdo. Yeah. <laughs> you don't even get to play. You know what I mean? You were doing to retire just so you could I coach. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, even when I was coaching, I was coaching. I was coaching, I was yeah. coaching uh, in, in, in the HQ. I was coaching probably three or four times a week, yeah. you know, um, coaching kids, coaching them um, adults, coaching beginners programs, but uh, development. Mm-hmm. I was 19, I went to Canada, um, done, done a great course there, it was brilliant, it was, you know, uh, and I got to go to Vancouver, so I went to Vancouver for um, a few months there and a few months in Belfast and it was it was incredible, you know what I mean, it was all about athlete development mm-hmm. and like, sports development, ledger management and, and I was training out there as well and I just finished the course with this mad... <laughs> Head over the other side of the country. That's true. Yeah. They go down there as well. All he did was play football in the hall. Isn't that mad? Like I was obsessed. I was only thinking about that on the way here. Like I probably went on the way about football, the way you were about fighting. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like everyone was having their lunch on our course and all. I was just going to Except he succeeded in fighting. You didn't succeed <laughs> in football. <laughs> <laughs> all you succeeded in is eating your cunt football. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm not messing. See this guy. This you know him. He would. Ah, he's a baller. You should have stayed with him. I'm telling you. That's what I'm saying. Like when I only got back and kind of in contact with other JJ Farrell there recently, and I was telling him like. Like 18 through 27, don't judge me because all I wanted to do was play football and I didn't really care about anything else, it was just myself. Do you know what I mean? So good, mm. man, as well. Just not good yeah. enough, but. Yeah, no, it was. We, we played a, a charity game a few weeks ago and even at that, it was the first time we played ball with Martin. It's like fucking hell. He was just, you know, one of those, you get the ball, little drag through the other cunt's legs and then he's just 
pinged in 20 yarders and all Ridiculous. to the top corner. How's the stamina of a bleeding 17 year old to come past? I didn't that day. I got sick at half time and everything. I was in bits. Yeah, you were at the night before, weren't you? Showing yeah. off too much. Sorry, uh, Paddy. Just to. Uh, whoever doesn't know, he obviously lives under stone, but just a little bit about yourself. You're from. You're from Tallaght. You're mainly known from being in the USC, fighting in Dublin. Amazing experience. I can't even imagine what that was like. I was obviously watching some recap videos of all the fucking fights and the walk out, and it was just fucking. What was that like, Paddy? That that has to be one of the proudest moments of your life, was it? Um, outside me kids, yeah, for sure. Good man, he done it. You know he what? done it. Because I had a feeling he went. I, I had a feeling he was gonna be the one. No, I don't do know, know why, why, Paddy. Do you know why I knew? Why? Because right, and this is where like I see. I had a problem with like watching every interview possible. Right, like, I did at one stage, especially with MMA. Right, I remember Ariel asked you after the fight in Dublin, "Is this the best night of your life?" And you're like, "No." When my son was born. Oh yeah, I remember. Actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah, I knew I knew he wouldn't because that's yeah. always our question, you know. I swear, like now that was like that was that was incredible. That was a because that was a bit a lot on the line as well, you know. Like I just came out of back surgery, um, I was broke as a joke, you know what I mean? Like I was mm. nine and all, um, and the ship was taken off, you know. And like I had the back surgery on the thirteenth of December, and then I fought on the nineteenth of July. Um, I think it was the other day, 18th, 19th. Um, but after the ultimate fire, that fight didn't go my way. And I said to Dan, I said, Dan, listen, 125 back in Dublin, you know, like, let's, let's, let's do it. And he was like, oh, go on, he's sound. Yeah, sure. yeah. He was like, sound. Now, I didn't know he'd, he'd keep that. Mm. But then five weeks away from it, like, people were saying to me, like, are you fighting on that? Yeah, I'm on it. There was a push for that, though. Do you, do you remember the, like, I remember the wave of Irish people just getting on to the UFC through social media. It was like, we need Paddy Hulham, we need Carl Pendred, we need Neil Seary. The people on that card, like the Irish came out to get to stack a card. And like, now this is one thing I think we're jumping ahead already in terms yeah, of MMA yeah. to where I wanted to go. Yeah. But while we're on that subject, that night in Dublin, right? You're the first fight out. I remember, I remember your quote where you, you were on about like 10,000 hours. It was, it was something that you kind of lived by. And then you came out to Macklemore, 10,000 hours. Yeah. I literally walked into the arena and that was playing. I was there with me board and all. I was like, this is fucking little. And it's Josh right. Sampo. Was it left up a cup? And um, then you dropped him and you strangled him. Cut him right. Right up a cut. Right. And then left strangle. And then strangled left, him. Left and right strangle, I think it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the pressure of you to go out first, right? Now, your whole team's fighting that night. Five Irish in total. Like, what was that like? So say, like, you had to kind of set the standard for the night, didn't you? Do you feel, did you feel that going in or no? Mm, yeah, well, kind of, yeah. Well, I, I'm, a, I'm a big team player when it comes to things like that. You know what I mean? I'm not mean. You're in with me. You know what I mean? That's yeah. it. I'm not. I don't have to. I'm with you. And 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 sometimes you can put yourself in positions where you're actually vulnerable because other people don't see the relationship like that. Sometimes mm. we're not just in this in in our life. Yeah. But I don't care. I, I I don't let that hold me back. So I'm not thinking like, oh, you have to do this, and he's gonna say this. Well, I just I don't have time. I don't have them conversations in my head. And I know people do. Mm-hmm. Um, no, we would have. There would have been a time. But at that time, it was like no way. Yeah. Not he's gonna have to kill me as well. And I'm not like I'm not religious or anything like that. But my grandfather always guided me through life, and I'm telling you, he was with me. He mm-hmm. was walking out, and when I look at that guy walking out, it's like it's like looking at a picture of someone else that's not you. You know what I mean? In a yeah, yeah, way, yeah. You know what I mean? But he was with me that night, one hundred percent. It felt yeah. like I was looking at myself. Yeah, like you were at the kill. Our body experience. That's what yeah, exactly yeah, what yeah. it felt like. And mm-hmm. I know it's, it sounds even worse to saying that because, but that's what it felt like. Mm-hmm. But he, you had to kill me. You know what I mean? And like, and Josh Sambo was no joke. You know what I mean? Um. Josh was... He was a short fella, but he was a stocky cunt, wasn't he? Like he, had, he was a, a two-time American wrestler, which is 
like what, what what they do is they take yeah, the almost be coming it's in and fighting just a guy that like kind of has really. How do you feel about that as a jiu-jitsu artist? Like if he gets on top, you're comfortable there. Like, or does that um, in a way, see the, the thing is though, I can see the fight. It's really like watching it how you look at football. Yeah. I can see the fight as from a matchup point of view, where like oh, you can go in here and this can be like the worst force fight ever, but you might win. You know, you win. Yeah. Mm. I mean, but like it's like how does this get exciting? And that's it. And you have to, you're an entertainer when you're in there fighting, you know. And some people go in and they win and they love that attitude there that people are starting to get. O'Malley has it. Um, uh, what's the other guy now from, from Manchester? He's a real good guy. Um, in England? Oh, in the UFC? Yeah. Oh, I can't remember his name. From Manchester? Two brothers. It's not Leon Edwards. Leon Edwards. Is he in Manchester? Um, yeah, he's from Manchester, I think. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. But they, um, same as well. Yeah. They're, yeah, they're saying like, no, like, making money here you know what I mean mm-hmm. I'm fighting where the attitude used to be like I'll fight anyone for free you know what I mean yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. that's gone and it yeah. needs to be because 100% people take advantage of it so what do you think about the fighter play on that subject then like do you think the other side of the fighters who give out about saying it's not enough or do you think good question that's a great question yeah but um, the way it is in any kind of job or any kind of um, thing it is you you are what you're worth you know and you've yeah. got to put your worth into it and I do agree with this so I agree with like there's a big roster and everyone gets millions and all you wouldn't get them fighting man yeah. I swear to God, that's the way to do it. Nobody mm. would fight anymore. Everyone gets a little bit comfortable and they don't want to fight anymore. I know that sounds mad. There's only a rare few people, and the people that do make it to the top and make a lot of money are usually the ones that are obsessed and that they will fight yeah. no matter what. You know what I mean? Like you know one of them personally, don't you? Yes, of course. <laughs> you know, like, here, and 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 even that's like like oh yeah, that's that's still in me. You know what I mean? Like I'm 33 now. You give me the right matchup and give me the medicals. I'll fight. I'm fighting, yeah. no problem. You know what I mean? Um, <coughs> and I'm not really, not that I'm not asking about the money, but I know that. I know that's a, it's a big number now, you know what I mean? Yeah. If I'm fighting in the tree arena or something like that now and I'm fighting somewhere, say it was even, probably even, it could be pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. It would go well. You know what I mean? Someone would yeah. be turning in to see some politician getting his face smashed in. Someone, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'll buy that pay-per-view. Yeah, you know, do you reckon that adds to that value now that you're involved in? Well, I, I still do some grappling competitions. I'm probably the only person that is elected in the whole on the whole planet probably that would would put themselves in a place where, like, I would do interviews, like a live interview here. I would, like, I'm, I know I've nothing to hide, you know. My, mm-hmm. I am who I am. And I- even in the political world, um, I'm not there. It's not a career for me. I even hate that P word, that politician word. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. People are like, I, I, it was actually The Rock yesterday turned around, I think, and said that, like, I'm not a politician. I don't know politics. And I was going to write a comment and I said, it's The Rock, fuck, I'm just going to go on my life. <laughs> 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 We don't need politicians now. If anything, we need less politicians. Mm. If anything, we need people that have integrity, they have proved their integrity, um, that are real. We need people to represent the people, you know? Mm. We don't need the son of the 10th politician in a row going in there or the daughter and, and representing and doing the same thing. You know what they're going to represent? They're going to represent our bank account. Mm. <laughs> and that's it. And that's where we're at now, you know? like So people like The Rock and stuff like that and all, maybe they are the people we need. Mm. Like yeah. I've, We'll go into this in a little bit, anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we have it. What, we have it. What, while we were talking about money, Jay, I'm going to let you crack oh, on because yeah, yeah. I know it, it, Jay on. has done a lot of the preparation for this, so this is his baby. But <laughs> I wanted to ask you, it's a bit, it could be a bit of a touchy subject, but about the whole Jay Paul situation, what's your, what's your thoughts on all that? To be honest, I think he's probably one of the people that's saying the most about... Um, about Foyapay, yeah. 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 And he's doing a good job at representing it. And I think Dana was a perfect one. Someone was moaning about the pain. He's like, well, you should have been a YouTuber then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> brilliant. You wouldn't be that's surprised yeah. Jake Paul is England for a knockoff Dana on pay-per-view. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> he's a lunatic. He's on, yeah, listen, he's on the ball when it comes to that. Now, when it comes to like... Um, and the fighting. What do you think of the fighting? comes to the fight. I think he's getting better. So better he better. maybe because he's a millionaire, he has the idea to be able to like... 
he gets to go against people as they get as they as they go up. You know, where people yeah. yeah. starts off, they've got to do an amateur and stuff like that. Yeah, but I think I personally think that's fair. Like Jay Paul, in my opinion, deserve. Like I know what Jay and probably Martin is probably two people that disagree with it that he should walk his way up. He's walked his way up in a different way. Do you know what I mean? In my opinion, I, like, I, I that. people say he doesn't deserve to fight him. He doesn't, but he does because he's making them the most money they've ever made. Like look at how Tyson, uh, fucking, uh, Tommy Fury, fucking situation. Do you know what I mean? He made him the most money he's ever made, and now potentially he's gonna make him fucking four times that. He has to be. To be honest, yeah, with you think that's getting a little bit embarrassing, boys. You know what I mean? To be honest, it's like I think Tommy Fury is absolutely begging him for it. You know what I mean? Like and I, I've I think he's. For it. Oh, yeah, well, he wants the money, however, he knows that, but it's yeah. kind of like it was like, I'll shut this YouTuber up, and now it's kind of like, please let me shut this YouTuber yeah, up. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah, and it's yeah. a big bag of money as well. And do you know what? Listen, they have families out there, and I understand that, and a lot of other people probably wouldn't understand that side of it. So they have families, you know what I mean? So anyone that's out there having a knock and making money from it, I put wind in your sails, you know what I mean? I'm with you. I think it's, I think it's, I think it's great. You know who who wins that for you? Uh, what for you? Uh, Tommy and Jake. I think Tommy wins it to be honest, yeah, because he's probably got more boxing and, and he has Tommy Fury. <laughs> <laughs> he's a big old yeah. He's going to have another big old in his corner. <laughs> yeah. you know I mean? If he doesn't win that fight, he's getting punched around twice that well, night. He said that they'll never let him fight again. Yeah. Is that and straight out of boxing if that. that happens? Would, would you say that's genuinely in the contract like Tommy fumbles? Like, will yeah. he genuinely have well, to yeah, change his name? Like? Would he get a fucking tattoo for fuck's <laughs> well, sake? He did, well, he, in he, fairness. That, that, that was on his back That was him community. That was him screaming For a rematch Saying please give me more money I don't think the money Would have landed in his account Without that probably yeah, that, 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 that so. Really? Listen, it's uh, that was more of a gentleman's agreement, no? No, no. Was it was in the contract. That was in the contract, wasn't it? Yeah, the tattoo? The tattoo? Uh, it wasn't. No, the tattoo was a hat. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. Because he had the tattoo artist there. He kept saying he wasn't Sorry, you're right. Tyler Muddy kept saying he's not getting it. But I don't think that was in the contract. I think that was just like a gentleman's agreement more so. I could be wrong. When they start when you start mentioning it and stuff like that and all, I'd say I'd say it had to be in the contract. You yeah, probably yeah. put it in the contract and Tyrone already probably didn't read the contract. Probably seen the digits flick to the last page. Who cares what I have to do in between now and then? On the flip side of that now, there's two people who don't need the money that are fighting, and that's Logan Paul and Mike Tyson. Are they fighting? Apparently, yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Uh, uh, like, I'm oi, sorry. Oi, oi. I'm sorry, I think Logan Paul batters him. What? Yeah. Are you messing with me? No, I swear to God, I think he, Logan Paul batters him. Mike Tyson he's a yes. Roy Jones. Yes. He's a savage still. You won't beat him. No, I'll, I'll, take I, I, I'll take that I'll take that Right, another one. Yeah, 20, quid. Yeah. 20 quid. 20 quid. I feel like just handing money over. I don't think anybody's gaining here. They're just swapping money. What do you think? I don't know. I'm not, really, not, not that I don't know about the, the result and stuff like that. I don't know if I'm like I. I think Tyson has done what he has done for the sport, and I think like and as I said, like, he's gonna ruin he, himself. He, if yeah, he, but if he, if he doesn't need the money, he needs to not do this. You yeah, know what I mean, and I agree it. with that. I think like, it's a stupid decision from him. I think of, it was a Hollyfield or Evander Holyfield. Yeah, Hollyfield. Yeah. Like that. That goes to show to me. To me, as a coach, right? So I was going. Yeah. We're yeah. going to answer all your questions. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so me as a coach, just say whatever you think. Me as a coach, right? My my job now is to is to is to make people not make the mistakes I've made. You know what I mean? I make them better than me. Yeah. So um, sometimes it gets to a stage where say 
I don't know, students probably getting better than the, uh, the, their coach or something like that, and then the coach gets a little bit of a, a weird ego about it. And all. I don't have that, you know what I mean? Mm. To me... I'm proud to see yeah, that. Yeah, I can inspire my lads, and I, 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 I'm rolling with my lads and girls today, you yeah. know what I mean? So I know, I'm I know in that, there. Yeah. I'm in the trenches with them with that. Yeah. Um, I've gone to Everest, made it to the top of it. Um, yeah. <laughs> Everest in the fight world is, is the UFC. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Everest. Everest. I was responding to you. I don't know. Yeah, do us a favour. Just make sure that gets clipped, will you? Um, I was writing back to Amelia. Sorry, lads. <laughs> so I think in that idea, I'm trying to show them, show people how to, how to, how to build a brand, how to, how to make money as well, and how to enjoy it. Because some people have two or three amateur fights and then go, Do you know what? I enjoy this. Mm. But it's probably not the rest of their life, you know. Yeah. Then you see some people that are the opposite. Some people, I have a fight for the crack, and then they're like, "Oh my god!" Mm. You have to be worried can, a bit different. I don't can you? do this. No, not really. I think I think you have to be under. If you understand fighting, um, fighting is is scary and stuff like that. But when you get over that, do you know what's scary? Going to work nine to five till you're sixty eight. Mm. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, like <laughs> <laughs> and by the time that happens with with these this government, you'll be seventy by the time you're retiring, and that'll yeah, be yeah. it. They'll just keep pushing it up. Do you know why? Because he keeps spending all the fucking money. Yeah. <laughs> That's why they're like, there's no pension left. You better push that up. Well, you yeah. mentioned coaching. So let's go back to the other side of it to when you were a student. So when you first walked into an MMA gym, was Jiu-Jitsu something that immediately appealed to you? Or was it... First day. First day. First class, I was in love. It was like falling in love, I swear to God. Like right. I drove home, I turned around to my mate Dean, who's the kids coordinator in my place now. And I was like, Dean, I'm going to do this for the rest of my life. Yeah. 100%. After that day, I was just hooked. What was it about Jiu-Jitsu specifically? Um, I think... The, the idea as well, um, coming in, so that they, it was SPG was only like SPG was probably not too much bigger. And probably this was this building is here, you know, not this room, but this building. Mm. Right? And um, so John was kind of John is this was No, this was Raccoon. Right. So John was small as well, kind of similar size to me. Um, and kind of he wasn't this kind of like big intimidating black belt, you know, you know where I've gone to some crazy clubs and all. It's kind of be like, oh, I don't know, you know what I mean. But yeah. John was really like, hey, how are we getting on? Shook yeah. my hand, and, and I loved the atmosphere straight away. So went into the atmosphere. Um, I remember the first guy I trained and stuff like that with as well, and and then I won't say no, I passed him out and stuff like that, but like a kind of like, attitude has a lot to do with it. Yeah, yeah, the ability to learn, the ability to win, have to be it, a sponge. Yeah, your ego. No, not just a sponge. You have to be willing to be like, I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. Hold my hands up, mm. and then I move on, and and we go in a different direction, or you get something else, and that's it. I remember the first Jiu Jitsu class I had, and I remember I got like someone got me in like a, a guilty, and just the the feeling of obviously the way. It was said to me in training, the second you get it in, just tap because, you know, we're training. You know what I mean? Just tap. Get it over. We go again type of thing. But when I got put in a choke, it was like this weird feeling, right? I tapped and then you go again. It's like this. Is, I, just, I loved it. It was hooked. It was like, yeah. It was so good. Like, in that one, moment. Sorry, just go on, go on. Go ahead. In that moment. That's a battlefield. I love yeah. that. Mm. Mm-hmm. If you die today. It's like chess with people. <laughs> and you get to come back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And your body doesn't really know the difference between tapping and all this kind of thing. So when you're going into a fight, Nobody's thinking like I'm gonna die today, mm-hmm. or I'm gonna win and I'm gonna live, and that goes straight back to like the the fight flight or freeze. But that's the core of it. It's not like that's why everyone's jumping off like parasails or parachutes and all. Fighting is the the rawest form of that. That's it broke down into like purest form. Mm. Oh, your body thinks you're gonna die. You I remember how you felt on your first fight? Yeah, you know, I thought I was gonna die. <laughs> 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 Just yeah. explain that one, Jay. Um, <laughs> no, but like it, like. I, I couldn't imagine the the feeling of walking into like going from a, a locker room to a cage, like that's fucking nuts to me. Do you like. get that like feeling? You know what feeling I'm talking about? The nervous feeling, like you're nearly you're not shaking, but you're inside shaking type things. You know what I mean? Do you get 
did you get that in your first fight or did you even still get that in your last fight um, see, and even like now in life now, like them feelings are always going to come no matter what. And when you deal with that big, huge one that comes at the start, everything else gets easier, you know? Like, mm. you know it's mad. I was on the Tommy Turner show and they asked me nothing about fighting. You really? know what I mean? Because yeah, yeah, yeah. alone, you mustn't give a shit about the fighting part. You say, say <laughs> something that we can get you in trouble with. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, it's like, yeah. this is all fighting. So this is great, which is brilliant. Um, but yeah, so the, that, the, the, the feeling of going out to the fight is right. Is that here's, here's what changes, right? We jump up now, we jump on you. You're gonna fight back, and it's just, he won't. <laughs> like, no, 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 no. But listen, people fight back. Do you know what I mean? In a way, like instinctively, if you mm, have fight, course, fight yeah. you're freezing it. So yeah. you run, you freeze, or you'll fight back. One or the yeah. other. And the thing about fighting is that you know eight weeks before that this problem's coming down the road. So it just gets closer and closer and closer and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah. And I see people really, and this is kind of the the, the trail of it. Like someone's really, really, really they're, they're, they're posting on Facebook, they're posting pictures and stuff like that. And then I say, okay, do you want the fight? And they go, yeah. And they do it excitedly. And I'm like, I can nearly tell by the way they're the same, yeah, to the fight. Mm. They post it up, I'm fighting three weeks later. And then it starts getting closer. And yeah, then I start yeah. seeing it getting like, Paddy, Paddy, look, you know when he does this, and, and the woody, and it's all part of yeah, on top. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and that's to do with how you get rid of that is breeding in Cold War. So like the Wim Hof method in a way. So breeding out them feelings. Going into Cold War, if, if when you go into the sea, or you jump into the sea, same feeling that happens there is what it's like to fight. Mm-hmm. So you jump in, like, yeah, that, you lose your yeah, breath. And someone's talking to you, and you're like, I can't even listen to him. Like, I'm trying mm. to, this cold water's killing me. But then after a few minutes, it goes, the water chills. Now, you probably haven't done it in years as kids, you would do it all the time. And then you'd be like, it's actually warm now, boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you yeah, remember yeah, that? Yeah. That's what fighting's like. So it means that your body has relaxed and um, it's chilled a little bit and it's realized, like, you're in fight mode now. Mm. Has that amplified, though, when, let's say you were fighting on the regional scene? Um, compared to the UFC. The second you go into the UFC, the stage is bigger. There's a bigger audience. There's more people watching. Does do them feelings amplify? Do they get bigger? Like I'm glad you weren't there, to be honest. Because <laughs> you would have made me more nervous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Um, I was in the crowd, don't worry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm glad you weren't in the dressing room. Stay there. <laughs> but I was just, I just, see, to try not, 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 not try and think of them, like, it's none of my business what other people are thinking outside and all this. My job is I'm in here and like everyone else attached to that and even that, I'm not looking at that. I'm mm. not even looking at like he's gonna be famous after this. But I can't hear. I'm thinking about feeding my family at that mm. time. Like I've, I'm coming up and I'm like, this is it. How you put ten years into this? You know what I mean? And you, not only that, but you've told people and they've looked at you in a way of like, yeah, like, yeah. God help you. Do yeah. You know what I mean? Like you're yeah. not gonna make mm. it. And then me back went and they're like, this was all falling apart at the same time. And I'm like, no, I'm good at this. If there's everything I'm good at in my life. It's this. Yeah. Mm. I'm good at fighting. I can fight and I will stay in there until like until I'm unconscious somewhere. You know what I mean? And that's it. I can live with that. Mm-hmm. So maybe I was on a little bit of a... Is there a different crazy. confidence though? Because like, I, I go back to school days. I remember going back to school and someone saying they want to fight you after school. And even though, like, so, let's say some of the lads you knew you'd punch around, you still got nervous in the lead oh, yeah. up. Yeah, like, 100%. I only had me like a force strengthener, let's say, a year ago. And I had that same feeling that I had when I was a kid before the fight. But once you're fighting, it goes, obviously. But... The lead up to like the fight actually happening, that's yeah. when you're kind of, whether you think you're going to win or lose, them feelings are still fucking there. It's very hard to explain. Like. That doesn't happen to Marty though. He pants people out for a living, yeah. don't you, Marty? Fuck like, imagine that you're walking out to have that knock and that little bit of fear you have in you. And then imagine there's 10,000 people there watching. That's what I'm saying. But, but I'm saying, like, you're never afraid that you're going to get badly hurt. You're always just more worried of the embarrassment of losing the fight, I think. Do you know no, what I mean? that is? That's the human's greatest ever weapon, is ridicule. 
and that's it. And we're all afraid of that, you know. Well, like, I like that one, Paddy. Yeah, like that. that's, that's the human's grace. That's what, that's what governments use. That's why all, yeah. all is used. Ridicule. Everyone's afraid to be ridiculed. And that's it. They'll all jump in behind whatever narrative it takes. Mm. Yeah. It's, and it's crazy because it's like, it's it, it. So to me, going out there, I didn't really, like, I didn't care about everyone in the crowd. That's as I said, I had such a personal feeling in this, like, where, like, I'm loose. I, you can be, the nerves can get you. The nerves are like a candle, all right? Candle can light your house, can heat your house. But can also burn your house to the ground. Yeah, yeah. and that's the same way nerves should be treated. You know, mm. Um, mm. nerves are—that's exactly what they are. And what you just said there, you answered your own question there. Before it, your body is struggling with the the, the stages of fight, flight, or freeze. Yeah, yeah. And that yeah. goes all the way back to the cave. So that goes back to caveman times. Mm. These feelings and this stuff that we have in our body. That's where anxiety and all comes from. So anxiety comes from um, a mixture of, say, when you were in the cave and you left your fire. Your, your mind's always thinking about that fire because you can't just go back and light it with a lighter, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So it's got, don't go too far. Have we got enough food? Have you got all these anxieties? But what happens now is our life is flooded with this stuff. We don't live in that jungle anymore. Mm-hmm. We live in this jungle now, you know what I mean? This is worse, yeah, to be honest. Putting yes, agree, you know what I mean? And I don't mean Clondalkin. <laughs> <laughs> I mean as in, in local <laughs> civilization. So what happens with you, Sorry, there? <laughs> <laughs> Get him down! Get him down! <laughs> So <laughs> the idea of what you did there is your body made the decision. Was it going to run? Was it going to freeze? Or was mm. it going to fight? Yeah. So when you're like, yeah, but when you're in the middle of it, it's grand. Yeah. Exactly, because your body yeah. is now clicked into no the choice. gear of yeah. fight. No, but yeah. some people freeze. Yeah. Some people are in a fight and they're just getting punched in the face. Right? And that would be a survival mechanism from the jungle as well. Because a saber-toothed tiger in himself, sometimes I freeze and he just walks by yeah, and yeah, it walks yeah. and still yeah. in us but we're in the jungle we're, yeah. in, we're not in the jungle Fair anymore point, yeah. but it's the real it's the, it's yeah, the real way. Yeah. and then the, the run away is you run away and if he catches you you die tired Yeah. but if you fight you win you live but if you lose you die so in them decisions that's why your body's in such a panic and having such a reaction to it mm. because it remembers that if them decisions went wrong we died that day yeah. so sometimes you'll have to freeze sometimes you'll have to run sometimes you'll have to fight or you just kind of broke it down to a lot of sports psychology and stuff like that. Yeah. You sound very stoic almost. Like, would that be like the mindset that you've always had or was this something that was kind of like brought to you through MMA in terms of discipline and stuff? Um, well, it develops and I grew up in a, in a tricky kind of childhood, you know what I mean, in a way yeah. as well, where like, um, now my mother was always, my mother was always amazing, never drank, never done drugs, never beat me around like that, you know what I mean? But it was pretty crazy. It was me, my sister and my mum in Jobstown. When Jobstown was a little bit sticky, do you know what I mean? Yeah. It was like, yeah, with the next door to give you a dig in the head, and that'd be it. Like, there'd be no yeah, guard yeah, on yeah. it. would be just yeah. digging the head, yeah, over sense, it. Yeah. So <clears throat> sometimes I think maybe that that built me up as well, you know. Mm. So um, never really went well for me as a kid uh, in in fighting. People like, we always oh, a great fighter. No, I don't even think I'm a, like. I don't, I don't think I am a great fighter <laughs> compared to the average Joe. Probably, you know what I mean. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I never would have said I was a great fighter. I say I say I'm a great coach. Yeah, I would. Um, I'm I'm a better coach than I am fighter, and I always have been. Um, I see the game just so different to anybody else, and. And that's what I'm excited about now in life, you know. I see this. I've always been walking to a coaching role. Even, like, when we were in, yeah, in the yeah. thing, and I was, like, probably 18 and 19, and I knew I wanted to be a coach at that time. And they were like, yeah, well, you're going walking, like, fly fit or something. I'm like, yeah, but I'm not that kind of coach. I'm not mm. against people that walk on fly fit around. Yeah. But I just did not want to be standing on the desk, like, you know what I mean? Teaching somehow and not to bring our knees over our toes and stuff like that, you know what I mean? Mm. I just, uh, I wanted to be involved with, like, human development, like, bringing kids from my housing estate Shown them there's a way, there's a path. It doesn't have to be all the other paths that we can go down. And 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 I and I don't I don't always condemn them paths. I could I, I um 
I understand them. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't yeah. condone them, but I yeah. understand them. Yeah. So sometimes people just don't have a fucking choice. Like, and sometimes yeah. people don't have a washer and yeah. they don't have direction and they don't have that. And, and mm. I've got friends, like, I've got a few friends that live around here actually. Mm. We feel, <laughs> yeah, because the prison's not far from here, enough. No, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Oh, my mates live down here." <laughs> <laughs> you, you have a very good reputation, though, Paddy. Like a lot of people, even when we were getting you on, saying like Paddy does so much for the community. So, well, yeah. what kind of work do you do around the community that people are Everything. obviously big fan of you for? You know, Everything. like I, I am, I am, I want to, I want to give more from this life than I take, mm. like, and that's always been the way. And I mean that in like in every single sense of it, you know. Like, um, now I don't want to be taking advantage of like a f- like like just lip them off. Like, the homelessness thing gets to me, really gets to me. Like, it gets to me in a way that like people are now the homelessness create the homelessness uh, situation in this country is created and it's getting worse, boys. And it's systematic for profit. And I know that that sounds like oh, it sounds a little bit of a, like one of them conspiracy there, but we'll go into that now in a second as well. Yeah. But that conspiracy theory works. It's very easy to dismiss. Massive facts with that. Mm. Nobody wants to be involved with that. You know why? Because we ridiculed. But mm. the reason, like the reason these conspiracies are so popular, is because every now and again they get proven right. Like the JFK thing. I mean, Do you know that's where that's where conspiracy came from. What the JFK, the JFK thing? Yeah. Did you know that whole story? No. Yeah, oh, JFK supposedly um, when when JFK was uh, was killed, Lee Harvey Oswald was dragged into a room. You see, there's a videotape of this, and he's saying, "I did not shoot the police officer. I did not shoot that officer. He thought he killed the policeman." And then when he comes out, by the time he gets to the car, some guy walks up and shoots him. And that's it. Mm. Okay, Harvey Oswald did it. And it was like, and if you said that more than that, you must be mentally ill. Mm. And, like, oh, and then it's like, there's a word for it. It's conspiracy theory. It's like, it's like the word social distance. Now, oh, here we oh, go. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> here it is. Look at social distance. <laughs> it should be physical distance if we're doing this for, for a virus. Yeah, yeah. Fair so point, yeah. why would you have the word social? You look at Google the word social and then put it beside distance and you go, actually, yeah, that makes no sense. Yeah. It's physical distance. So physical distance is the word we should be using, not social distance. But wording is everything. So if you, if someone doesn't want to be a conspiracy, it's theorist, trying to pretty you up, like. Well, it's not. It's actually kind of breaking. It's breaking, breaking people apart. It's keeping people away from each other. No, but the, the 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 way the wording was was used is to try and not make a sound so fucking. Do you know what I mean? Well, like social. Just never, never thought of it like that. Yeah. No, yeah. I know most, most people don't because let me tell you one thing. There's people getting paid a lot more than me and a lot more than you to be coming up with this I stuff. don't know about that. And I'm, yeah, I'm only joking. There's a lot of people that, there's a lot of people sitting around desks that are smart thinking this stuff. These words don't just pop out. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. All of these words that you hear these days. Oh, that, that, that's mad, isn't it? It is mad, yeah, it's crazy. Like, yeah, that just had that blow my mind yeah. there. It's everywhere. I've been seeing printed everywhere. Social distance, social distance. Right, so that means I shouldn't be talking to you now because we're at physical distance. Yeah. But they're demanding though. Maybe I shouldn't talk well, to no, you. I know, yeah. So, you know, so it's it's. I'm trying to censor you, Hooligan. Nuts. You've yeah. got to be get, Censor, listen. <laughs> <laughs> Say that I can't write there, Paddy. Go on. Shut up, man. What did Darren Hill say? You can't censor someone who can't be censored. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you know what I mean? And that's it. That is the way, because... Let me tell you, Paddy, give me the Instagram back. Yeah, 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 yeah listen. <laughs> They're censoring people out there, boys, that have more, like, um, medical qualifications and peer-reviewed um, than everybody together, basically. Mm. There's doctors, a group of doctors out there, and that they're they're censored them, and they have, I think they have two two thousand peer-reviewed pieces of legis- of like um, literature basically. Yeah. So which means that they put it out there that the whole world can scrutinise it, any medical uh, world can scrutinise it, which means it stays peer-reviewed. Yeah, yeah. So the peer-reviewed stuff, and it's like, yeah, but we don't like what you're saying. Did yeah. you actually watch the Joe Rogan? Yeah. He had this like that was. I haven't watched him in a while. Oh no, Joe yeah, no, basically Joe refused to take it as an answer. He just kept yeah. on going back to it. He kept on um. 
But you see, a lot of his stuff gets censored as well now. So with his Spotify, whatever goes to YouTube, there's like certain bits that like his podcast is now officially edited. You know what I mean? Whereas when he would post, no, it's just he sold it for a hundred mil. It's it no, it's just because it's it's a uh, it's an exclusive on Spotify, so he's not allowed to put everything on YouTube. That's what that is. If you go on to Spotify, everything is a hundred percent on that. So that th- right. th- that's where I watch his podcast. I don't go to YouTube. I go to Spotify. It's only a few no, people on YouTube. Is just mm. protesting uh, him in week one. The Spotify staff week one they went out protesting Rogan after they signed him. Really? Yeah. Who would be the heroes, Paddy? There's a lot of heroes out there. There's a guy named. Um, Marcus Broom, doctor. I don't know if you knows him. Know him, like, but he's been he's been he's been vilified from the start of this, right? So he was basically um, one of the one of the doctors who looked after the the care home. He was one of the right hand men to the to the health service mm-hmm. in Ireland at the time until they decided that no, you're not saying what we want you to say now, so you're not that person anymore. Mm-hmm. So basically, Simon Harris had appointed this guy to tie up um, Marcus uh, De Bruyne. Marcus Broom, Marcus De Bruyne. I think his name. Is. I can never mention his name. Everything, but he's a doctor anyway. High level. This guy was saying that if we move people from the care home, from the hospital settings into a care home setting, we are going to cause a lot of deaths. This is basically like going to kill people. Twelve of his own patients died after this happened. So um, I don't know if a lot of people know this, and I will be, I will be calling for an investigation into this in the, in the council. Um, I'll be calling on the government to have an investigation into it. Mm. And, I, and we probably will end up as, the, as the, the, the mother and baby home situation here. In Ireland, what happens is we've got this ruling... Um, hand the the the, uh, the electoral the electoral system is not really understood in a way of like if somebody gets in on the fifteenth uh, count and stuff like that and all. Do you understand what that means? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you really? Yeah, no, I'm having a clue. Right, there. No, that's good. That's a good answer. That's a good answer. I'll explain yeah. that now in a second because yeah. that is what's wrong. Yeah, that's what's wrong with the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, like you look at the Simpsons. It's like vote Bart number one, vote Bart number one. No one's calling for vote. Yeah, but give us your number three or your four or your five or your six or your seven. Mm. They are, and that's why if you look at all of our government. I think it's only mm. one of our government that's in there basically now was voted in on the first vote, so which means it's the only one that got number one. I think, and I think it was it was Sleepyhead. I don't know, Amy Ryan. Ryan. <laughs> no way. Yeah, we know. Yeah. So, um, why why did you want to go into politics? I didn't. I didn't. But someone needs to do it, and that's what my granddad's always used to say to me. You know what I mean? If you think some like something, someone needs to do something about that. Mm. Be that's the change you, you want to see in the world. That's you. That's you. And but this whole, this whole censorship, and Marcus say when he was censored, he said all this. He and he's still talking about this. They take try to take his, his his doctor's license away from him. And now here we go. Right, we're in a situation now where April two thousand and twenty 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 was the only excess deaths that we have had. So in a pandemic, what what the excess deaths mean in that higher month than the year before or the year before? Mm. Now I think when we finished off the end of the year, we basically had three hundred excess deaths. Okay, which means we only had 300 more than the year before. Mm. But we had 2,500 COVID deaths. It's not and weighing out, yeah. People will go, oh, yeah, yeah, uh, but there no. was lockdowns. All right, sound, we'll give you that. Now, this year, you want to see on RIP.ie, and at the end of this year, I'll predict this now, you can put this after this, this will be the largest amount of deaths that we've ever had as a country in Ireland now. Right? A virus doesn't get worse either, lads. So a virus doesn't come along and be like, now there's a new... This variant and that variant, there is variants, but the variants yeah. are not worse. The variants are weaker. That's how they make vaccines, basically. Yeah. So if the Delta variant's coming and then there's another variant, another variant, brilliant, because it's going to get people sick. If COVID wasn't as dangerous as they were saying, well, then the new variant is going to give them the, the adjustable immunity and then it's the safest way possible. Now, we're not saying getting COVID is the safest way possible. Mm. What I'm saying is that if you've had COVID and you have immunity, it is, it's without, we're beyond doubt. That you have twenty seven times better than the vaccination. 
if you mm. have had COVID. Yeah, that, that's mm. what your mom was saying on, on Joe Rogan as well. 20, yeah. and, and the 27 number comes from, from the reviews. Look, I'm just pulling it out of the sky. Mm. But it'll be like, shut up, Paddy, you bleeding lunatic, you're bleeding <laughs> crazy, get back in your box. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm just so... You'd be shocked about by how many people actually reach out to you and just tell you, ah, fuck off, will you, with your bleeding narratives and all or whatever. Just some people don't want to kind of understand or learn or whatever. They just think whatever you're saying, it's bollocks. You just don't have the time to hear it. They did. Contact them. Oh, I had a lad today uh, message me, lads, and like, oh, what do I even say? Um, yeah, but like, there's, there's stuff got like, I have seen the, 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 the morgue report, basically, of his father's death. So he had 13, he had the vaccine and died 13 days later. Right? Never had any comorbidities, none of this kind of stuff going on. I'm not mm. against anybody getting the vaccine. See, the I'm not against masks. I'm not against. Yeah. You would have, we'll grow whatever you do what you want, want I do what I want, yeah. And you grow whatever flowers you want in your garden. Mm. And that's what I say. And then we can be neighbours. Mm. when you cross that line, we're turning into Mad Max times, you know what I mean? You're in a way, I'm going to be coming across <laughs> and robbing your flowers in a minute. <laughs> like, sure. I'm like, that's what we need to be doing, but that's not the case anymore. Now, well, listen, I can't get the vaccine, right? I can't. I had to retire. In fact, I told Dean, I can't get it. It says if we get it and the letter I got out the doctor, they wouldn't even say that we couldn't get it. They were like, Give us a photocopy of that, will you? Can't get it, but it's kind of like in a way. If we got the vaccine, okay, what happens is that if we if we got the clotting problem, that isn't it? Yeah, I would the end blood up in clot, a bad yeah. situation. Yeah. And it says on the letter, he would end up in a bad situation. That's, I think that's most famous in the Johnson one, isn't it? I think that's known for the blue clots. I think. Oh, so, do you know what I'd say? Just, I just, I don't know. There's people out there like going, yeah, but it's only like blue clots. <laughs> like, my grand, mate. Yeah, blue yeah, clots. But it's only like myocarditis. That myocarditis is not as rare as people are saying. Mm. I've heard like three people told me today that they have been diagnosed with myocarditis. So as I said, I'm not here to I'm not here to a bash or anything. I'm not, gonna, but I will not be on the wrong side of history when this comes around. I'm not against yeah. vaccines. I've more vaccines than most people listening to this. I'm a professional fighter, yeah. and I have to take a supplement. So mm. we have I'm vaccinated against hepatitis A, A C, hepatitis B. I think it is. T- maybe got them wrong there. Like he doesn't even know what vaccines he has. <laughs> but I'm more vaccines than most people. You know what I mean? But that's a, the fact you don't know what you have is more of a reason for you to get it than not. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, oh, I've seen a lot of posts on social media. People do cocaine and fucking yes. ketamine and everything else, but they won't do the vaccine. And people are saying, these are all fucking ages. <laughs> but you know what really roiled my blood now? i seen a post there, I think it was only last week, and the I don't know whether it's all schools or just one particular school said that the students can't go on the devs unless they're vaccinated. Like, yeah, that is that. fucking... Yeah. That is disgraceful. That's medical discrimination straight away. And anybody that says on, and let me tell you one thing, next year... They'll be holding a pride flag in one hand and they'll be holding a non-vaccinated flag in the other hand, right? Or non-vaccinated sign in the other hand. You lose your privilege to, to start talking about equality and all this kind of stuff when you're there. No, we'll discriminate against that person. We're for all equality. Mm. We're for everybody to be equal in every single way. Do you know what I mean? Now, we don't mean that as in like, like crazy, like mad left socialism, you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, You yeah. have your few quid and I have my few quid. I don't care what you have. And you're, we don't always, everyone gets the same. It doesn't work like that. Yeah. Yeah. But the idea is that if, if, if you want to be gay, if you want to, to marry a man, if you want to, whatever, I am, I am for you, I'm with you, you know what I mean? I will support you, I will fight someone to the death that says that you can't, mm. you know? No, you totally but agree the same with person that, yeah. that will, be, will agree with us with this mm. will go, yeah, yeah, but like, you see the way people are talking, Pat Kenny and stuff like that about people, shame on them. That's why mm. you shame on them. Oh, yeah, I don't know what's happening they're, there. They're, they're literally talking about unvaccinated people like that. They, I think someone the other day, not Pat Kenny because they'll be sued or something here, but <laughs> someone, someone on, in, on a mainstream media... Ex- um, oh, you seen the video you shared today, said actually. Said it was the same as drunk driving, not getting the vaccine, basically. It's, you know, it's, you're taking the same risk. Like. Now, listen, if the vaccine was okay... 
100% knocked it out of the park and we'd no more COVID and the only people who had COVID were people that were unvaccinated. The only people that were dying... Were then you'd encourage it. Then would you... No, no not even encourage it because do whatever you want with your own body. Yeah, yeah. I would say he might have some sort of basis in that point but he's yeah. saying I took it and even Pat Kenny goes they think like what are they got? they're going to be calling us Egypt saying that we took it and now they're allowed to come in yeah. hold on what, 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 that's nothing to do with what we're talking about here Pat you know you're now a little bit sick that you took it and someone else didn't take it and you yeah. don't want to be standing beside somebody else because they decided not to take it and you mm. feel a little bit foolish that's your own problem, mate. Oh, I just can't justify it. Like, what's the difference if you have it if you don't? There's nothing. They say it makes you less sick. That's it. I'd rather take the chance of getting more sick. That's it. How, how can you even say that? Like, I, there was a thing in the newspaper that said, okay, a guy, a guy had said that, thankfully I had the vaccine and it saved my life when I was in ICU. It's like, how do you know that? Because if you had took the vaccine and died the day after, I wouldn't have been allowed to say that you died from the vaccine. Yeah. So it's like, okay, mm. can we? you can't do this. Yeah. We need, we need proper debate on this. We need proper discussion. And let me tell you, this is a crazy time in history. In a few, when, you, when you open a history book, okay, you say you go from 1937 to 1947, a lot happened in that time in yeah, history. Yeah, okay? this is, yeah. In a few pages. Yeah. We're living in them pages right here, right yeah, now. That's why it takes so yeah. long. So in two years, that's only this in history. Mm -hmm. that, like, if you go from 1916 to 1919, basically we had a revolution and then we had an election and a 32-county election where... Basically, Ireland was, was, was free. Ireland was announced free in 1919. Did you know that? Mm. Yeah. It's, it's in the, it's in the, if you go to um, Kevin Barry's grave out in uh, Glasnevin, it's there in, in literally in stone. It says on it. It says that they, they ignored the democratic will of the people, basically. And then in 1921, we signed up to an Irish free state, which Michael Collins brought back from England like, and gave away six counties. But 32 counties voted on the 1919. Mm. Speaking of them Where counties, do you think we'll ever get them back? Um, the only way we're going to get them back is is through integration and that's a lot of stuff I work with so you asked about community stuff mm. so we would work with cross-borders communications I work a lot with the homeless um, I would work a lot with uh, like um, mental health um, kind of uh, places I would work with self-defence like so much I can even go on all day I've in a little bit of everything with it, with it. Um, it, it there's a programme called Fight to Unite so what happens is um, we bring um, Catholics, Protestants and people from the South and they come together and they train together and it was actually a guy named Danny Carr who runs this um, up, uh, up the North and, and Danny's a great guy for this, you know. So I'm involved in a lot of this and that's the only way we're going to get this because people think that what they divide and conquer. They divide and conquer all of the time. So what we need to do is we need to make people realise that it's them dividing us. The only division is between the people. I've more in common with someone from a council estate in Manchester than I do from, say, Hope. Mm. And that's just being straight, you know. Mm. Um, my gay friend's from Liverpool. Um, and I've more in common with her than some people I do from, say, Terran Yore down the road from me. Mm. Yeah. And I'm not saying these places are bad. These are good places. But I think, I think it's just different, um, it's different classes. And Ireland has just been pushing that class thing so hard, like, in a way where it's like, like think about it. Leo Radka went in and a sign was social welfare cheats, cheat us all. I'm going to go in and sign and saying corrupt politicians cheat us all. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah, because... Yeah, and you I like that, don't you, man? I like that. They're the biggest gangsters. And then put them in an armband and snap it. The only reason, like, gangsters, they never go to jail. Yeah. They threw a few bankers in jail after they, they yoked, they did a year or two and got out and still had all that money and all this. You know what I mean? It's like, ba someone has to go down for this. I'm still paying USC. They crashed their whole country, basically, and bailed out the banks. And, and the same people are running this. Like Not only that, same parties locked up our younger um, our, our young women in, in homes and took their babies and sold them 
and, and, and the babies were ill-treated and some of them died and they buried them in the back garden uh, without coroner's reports, without doctors uh, seeing them. I'm a nun, so sound. No, not all of them. Not all of them, but they're all documented. Sean Rasabi, so I've been involved with something this Sean Rasabi, I don't know if you've heard about this, right? So Sean Rasabi is one of the non, the only non-state-owned um, mother and baby homes in the country now. So all the rest are state-owned. Right. Um, so what we've done is... Uh, a girl named Rachel Kyo um, was, was, was on a campaign and she kind of she came, reached out to me and it was in her infancy and stuff like that. So I kind of like, absolutely. My mother was in a mother and baby home uh, on the Navin Road. So I've skin in the game here, you know. Um, mm. so well, yeah, but what is a mother and baby home? So a mother and baby home is, if you got pregnant back in the, back in the day in outside wedlock, right, you are basically mm. like sinned. And this could be anything. Like this could be, this could be rape. This could be anything, you know. Mm. I mean, it, could be, it could be incest. It could be all sorts going on. And and they punished young women in this country badly. Like they put them in homes, told them they were like basically like terrible. Like, you know, like that for their sins they have to do this. And then they took the babies off them and they 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 adopt they opened up an adoption agency and they adopted these kids to America for money. You know, and if you oh. had a if you had a hundred pounds, you could free yourself from the mother and baby home. So people that were poor, what a class issue is what I'm saying. Now here's here's the reason why I'm even mentioning this because there's one thousand and ninety babies. That were either born or crossed the door in Sean Ross Abbey in Tipperary, and we don't know where they are. Nobody knows where they are. But we're looking for them, and we're not stopping. I'm only 23 now, and we're not stopping. Who, yeah. Who's we, Paddy? Rachel's not going to stop. There's there's loads of many. There's loads of different campaigns for this. There's um survivors, and there's many survivors, and their wishes all have to be respected in this. So there's um like they they locked up the mother and baby uh, foils there for 30 years. Um, so basically everything that happened, and in that, even in that, they were snaky guys. So what they did is there was um, there was an investigation where you could do an investigation to say what happened to you in this home. So say if you, if they come to you and say you've got two options, you can do an investigation, and that's going to be intrusive. That's going to be me basically like the police poking through what happened in your life. Mm-hmm. Or we can do like a kind of like a like a non-disclosed one, you know, like where only thirteen people. Maybe the number's wrong. I could be right up to mm. you on the number. Only thirteen people out of thousands. Went for the investigation one, because obviously everyone else wants to like the, the like the one that's like private confidential. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. So you can only use thirteen reports on this. Yeah, all the other ones got scrapped. Mm, it's fucked up, isn't fucked it? up, absolutely, boys. There's, there's some kids down there were left out in the sun. They died from the sun. There were some kids that choked on porridge, basically. You know? How long ago was this? This is only in like not too long ago. This is only in like the the seventies. The, the last mother and baby home closed in nineteen ninety six. We That's never hear that about no, this ever. Because the baby has been in the news for ages. No one's going to tell you this stuff. No one's going to say this stuff. It's and it's I, I, be here I just don't it. look for it though. Do you know yeah, what I mean? It's yeah, not yeah. that like I, I chose to not listen. I just it never came across Lads, my radar. If, you know so, if, if this country was ran by people that and had integrity, there's five million people on this island that's economic, economically um, kind of like um, basing on that. Like, so when you don't count the north because um, the, the, the economic um, thing is not together. Do you get me? Mm-hmm. I mean, so. I, I, I believe the north of Ireland, the, the north of Ireland, or Northern Ireland, or whatever people want to call it, the Northern Ireland, to me, that's Ireland. If you could it's build your, your dream team, Paddy, your dream team of, of, let's say, five people to make a change in the country, who would it be? There's not um, there's not many teams that you can do out there, right? but I, I, I do understand what you're saying. Yeah. I, I think teaming actually makes it uh, weaker, and I only realised that by, by actually before I went, when I went into the, into the in behind the urn curtain, basically, or whatever mm. it was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Elected, I started realising, like, oh shit, like you know, it's like it's ne- it's illegal for you to vote against your party. So basically, when you're in there, 
if one person's the leader and they're saying this is what we're doing and this is what we're going, no, with, well, 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 let's go let's not. You can't go against that. Uh, I don't mean officially. I don't mean officially, right. right? If you were to take five people that you think could help change everything you want, basically for the country, me, Tupac. <laughs> I mean, oh, is this like fantasy? Fantasy political here, is it? Fucking why not go there? There's a lot of people out there, right? That there's a lot of amazing people in this country that is um, <laughs> political wise as well. So um, Michael McNamara is is fairly savvy in what he's doing. Um, Catrell Catrell Connolly, I think her name is. Um, um, she she's really good as well. And Owen O'Brien is incredible as well. Owen O'Brien is is when it comes to housing. I think he's he's probably one of the best around. Yeah, he's obsessed with housing for some mm. reason. Yeah, so he's really good at that. Um, there's there's there the the heady rays and stuff like that. The, in a way, they're they're not like me. You know what I mean in that way. But they look after what they need to be looking after in their area. In right. That way, you know what I mean. Big business yeah. owners now, aren't they? Yeah, big That's business the owners now. But they but they're in the interest of the farmers and, and the western, and they they they're still kind of like in the way in the idea of the land. You know what I mean in a way. Yeah. Um, so, I think we need new blood. We need new blood in there in that way, and that's 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 be straight. We mm. need people. This is my idea. No, not my idea, but an, an idea I've came up with and what we need. Because, say when it comes to the counts, okay. So this count thing is really big. Mm. So it means that somebody can get in without getting a lot of one number one votes. So what happens is if I vote on the I go one, two, three, four, five. Say you're v- number five. I'm at the point in front of your name. Yeah. All of the rest of them get knocked out. Then that means that number five is a one now. Right. And basically that's get counted. So as they go through the counts, it's not that they made mistakes. We used to think that. And call me stupid, whatever, hold me hands up with it, right? I used to think, well, maybe they're making mistakes like one, two, oh, But you three, would four. think that though. Yeah, but that's not what counts works. Mm. So we have lads in there that are on the 15th count. That means they were the last people in that building that day, scraping pieces of paper together with 15 on it. So people in their, in their constituency only wanted them in at that 15 choice. Some people think you have to fill them all in. You don't. The sh- RTE should be used as, um, this is where the only thing it should be used for is massive campaigns on how to register for voting and how to vote and what it matters and, 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 and what the actual sheet looks like and all. I feel like they should teach you that in school as well. Don't. Like. <laughs> It's mad, the shit that you don't learn in school. Is this you know what, I, I was just going to say something like that, Jay. Like, in schools, like, we learn so much about history that has nothing to do with us. Yeah. We should just focus on our own history. And how to get a mortgage I mean? and shit like that. You know what I mean? Like, fucking... Half eight every Monday, you should be brought out and taught how to swim. What I was going to touch into there was the idea of reason. We mm. need... Because there's five million on this island, say, yeah? Mm. Um, we need representatives from the industries. So imagine um, they pick a, a weak C, say, a nurse, yeah. um, and they won't, she has integrity. She's been a nurse in 25 100%. years, 30 years, and all the nurses say, right, what we're going to do is the whole nurses in the country are going to get behind this one nurse. Yeah, yeah. And then you pick, like, um, say, an ordinary Joe, an ordinary barber, an ordinary um, a guard, uh, someone from the army, a Podcaster. doctor. Podcast, you can represent the podcast. But <laughs> it, when you label out all the industries, you'll start seeing. And we've, we've just, we just re- uh, lifted up the veil. We know what the industries are important. Yeah. The fisheries. Um, someone that to represent the mica and a uh, pyrite thing going on down in, in Donegal. Mm. I see that. Them boys bought houses. Them families bought houses. The bricks were infected. You're seeing it, yeah. They're falling apart. Yeah, there's about, how many houses? 24, is that? 24 houses? That yeah. must be local enough to Pierce Doherty, would it? That must be up around here. 100%. And the thing is, I'd say, your man Paddy Diver, uh, who's running it, 
Paddy's a legend. Paddy's just one ordinary guy that's standing up, going for it. Yeah, that's ridiculous, what we man. need. We need to get rid of them. And see all the people that are in there now. They're taking all of the wages. I'll be saying part of their wages. First thing they should have did if they had any integrity was said, when all restrictions are in place or any restrictions are in place, we will take 50% of it. And the other 50% will go towards the basically the pandemic. They didn't. Mm. They took raises. Three pay raises. Three pay raises in the pandemic. Less hours, less time. Don't get asked questions. They have as much power as possible now. Sounds like the perfect job, doesn't it? Big yeah, it five is the perfect job. At the convention center, it's a job to them. I see. I see people going from the council in there, and I look at them, and I can see them. They're just like, <laughs> just shut up, shut up, yeah. and say nothing. Mm-hmm. And they're thinking, I have a mortgage to pay. These are people too. Well, you understand that. But we are going in the direction where we are going to purge your kids. All of this stuff that's happening, and um, as I said, wear a mask. Do whatever you want to do. But if you're crossing the road out there and you've got a mask on and you want me to take you serious, I'm not going to take you serious. It means you don't believe in science. It means you don't have a, an understanding of this. It's being proven. If you Google now, the, the New York Times said that they haven't found one case of COVID that's being transferred, uh, transmitted outside. But still you see people because RTE told them walking down the road with masks on. Yeah, I didn't know that either. Uh, yeah, no. and, and talking, you're talking about, like, this is how we, in Prague, I was in Prague with the Irish team, right? You're not allowed to wear them little blue masks. Because they're like, no, they don't walk. If you want to wear a mask, you can wear this one. And they have machines and vending machines with the actual masks that walk. Right. And they make you wear the ones that walk. And if you want to like, wear one. So I think they're called N95s, the masks there. But the ones that actually surgical masks, they walk. That other, that blue thing, like, do you feel? Like, if we sneezed and I had that mask on, it hit you in the face here. <laughs> like... Yeah, on that note, did you, ever, that? Snee- did you ever sneeze in one of them? It's poxy, big smell of saliva yeah. for the rest of the day. Get me a new mask. It's just unreal. And I said, anyone can wear that. But you get all your people like, coming in and going to me like, oh, you have to wear a mask? And then they take, they don't even really want to wear it. So how do you, do you like adopt this policy into your gym? Do you? Is it like, I, I just listen. vaccinated, it, non-vaccinated, you can train? Well, well, a choice, everything's choice. Uh, to me, I go by the constitution, the real constitution that we have, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So That's you have it. to avoid Everyone else has abandoned that. I am not. Right? So there's, a part, there's an article in the constitution, article 6, right? and it says that we have the ability to elect our rulers. That's the word, basically. And then they have the, 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 kind of the job to pick or figure out what's better, what's the best for us. Mm. Right? So on that article, everything else means nothing. That means that they decide on a Wednesday that you have to stand on your bathroom in one leg and they think that's for the good of the people and everyone else agrees with that. You might be standing on your bathroom on one leg on a Wednesday going, well, this is bollocks, like. I love the law now. Well, have what about choice. when you go into, like, if you're going to do a shop party, obviously you have to feed your kids. If you're going shopping, do you wear the mask? You so just walk I'm in without... Right. an exemption for a mask. So oh, I want to yeah, yeah. get your thoughts on this, Ray. So... When the lockdown first happened, Conor McGregor put out uh, a video where he was encouraging people to just, you know, see it out, let's come together, this and that. And then this is actually something you posted on your Instagram. It was actually a screenshot of Conor McGregor's Twitter where he said, he was obviously called out for, you know, encouraging people to get together and stuff. And it says, this was early 2020 when people were collapsing in the streets. I was scared for my family. I urged everyone to sit tight for a it's few collapsing weeks. collapsing in, in comments there? Yeah. Yeah, so I that's important. Collapsing in the streets. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, <laughs> you're right. Context. Context. Yeah. He studied journalism. Yeah. I was scared for my family. I urged everyone to sit tight for a few weeks to see where we land. My opinion on the situation now was night and day to then. I actually feel I was lied to originally, as where we all. What was your honest opinion when you're saying that, genuinely? Well, there's people out there that won't say anything. So, like, anything. Like, I always say to Connor, like, fair play to you. You know what I mean? Because you, Connor's, the, Connor's real. <laughs> and that's it. I mean, Connor called for the lockdown at the start. 
I'm in the same boat. When you looked at the numbers, right? When you look at the, um, I think it was the swine flu coming in. Okay, I know it was sorry the SARS before this. Not swine flu. I keep getting it mixed up with it, but that was eight thousand cases. All right, but the difference was that they used like um holistic therapies as well, like and, and therapies like like um drugs and stuff like that and all like like ivermectin mm. and all of these drugs that 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 they're, they're, um, they're kind of banning now. Like where it's one of the one of the safest drugs in the world. That, that's what they were saying about Joe Rogan, saying that he was taking um yeah that's right um, yeah. H- uh, horse dewormer and stuff yeah, like that. And all like yeah. There's different levels of this stuff. Same way there's different levels of salt and industrial salt and table salt and that's yeah. the way it is. Like you know. Mm-hmm. So when I first read that and we kind of with the front absolutely agreed on you know. Then what people were trying to do, little snaky rats out there, and they knew who they were because I <laughs> messages and said to you, you're a you're a muppet. Come out and say something you know. They were posting that video as in Connor had said that about the next lockdown coming in. Right, They yeah, posed yeah. that like that, they did, because they're snakes. Mm-hmm. And that's what they did. And I messaged them, I did, and I said, you fucking know that. And he was like, oh, no, well, I didn't. And you'll see it. You see some of them, they went back and deleted it, they did. Right. The other ones just hid like cowards under a mattress and checked for their likes every now and again. <laughs> oh, likes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and went back in. That was it. And I, I messaged them and said, like, I said to them, them, quite straight, you know, why would you do something like that? Mm-hmm. Why, like, you're doing... What the mainstream media are doing. You have all these kind of activist pages, but these activist pages are then doing what the mainstream media are doing for likes and, and hits and numbers. And it's like, I'm not about that. I remember when he put out them videos, a lot of people were, there was a lot that were like, you know, in his corner, fair play to you, this, that, and the other. And then there was a lot of kind of laughing at how he constructed the videos and stuff. Right? But like, do you feel like he had the genuine, like, best intentions for the country in them situations? Or, because, there can be PR stunts. Now, I, I have an opinion on Conor McGregor. Do you know what I mean? I was always kind of like... the boys Suck a stick, it. basically. I wouldn't go that far. But no, we would. would. Definitely, yeah, definitely 100%. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you've definitely rubbed one out to a fight before. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Probably the Eddie Alvarez. Eddie Alvarez. That was a good fight before. Chad Mendes, maybe. Which one? Chad Mendes was good too. I cried at the Chad Mendes one. That was a real joke. That was incredible. Didn't like seeing your baby bleeding. That was incredible. It was the moment, Martin. You know what I mean? Eight minutes on the deck and he gets up and sparks him. It was that beautiful. Was yeah. It was beautiful. Unreal. Like. Well, yeah, you feel like he had the best interest in the country in them situations. Why would like why would he say like, where is it like everyone else have you? Like, no, I know, but like let's just like it's the no, it's no. the biggest of the biggest. Do you know what I mean? Like anytime he does something good, people put it down to a tax write off or something. Do you know what I mean? They don't believe that the But here you just have to look like where I gave Connor all the credit in the world is Nearly everyone that started to go fund me, he silently does it and doesn't say anything about it. Yeah. The only people that know about it are the people that are involved in it yeah. and the people that are either donating or went, went into the GoFundMe being nosy and they see Conor McGregor. He does that so often, it's unbelievable, you know? Yeah. Hashtag Bellafund. And there's a great, there's a great uh, saying as well, you'll never be criticised by somebody doing better than you. You know mm. what I mean? Yeah. I only read that yesterday, that was deadly. Mm. You put that up? Connor, if you're watching, yeah. Bella's journey has a GoFundMe yeah. as well, actually. Yeah, there's also a Paddy as well. Uh, <laughs> Bella's Johnny, Martin, do you want to give a bit more information? You, you're more educated on a book. You might as well take that moment to... We ha- yeah. We, we have an episode up on the Paddy with uh, Bella's mum and dad. She was born with cerebral palsy and um, they were looking to try and get an extension built on the side of the house because they have so much equipment and they need medical equipment and stuff. So they were trying to apply through the council to get help with building it and we just kept getting rejected. So they went to price it themselves and they got 120 grand back. But then because of Brexit, it's gone up again. So we've done a few little things. They organised us all to get a head shaved in the summer. We did that. We played a match a few weeks ago. In March, we're going to walk from Galway to Clendalk. But like they're halfway up on the, on the GoFundMe, do you know what I mean? It upsets me to hear them things like that. You're saying, like you're saying there, like, and you know what we've been paying? We've been paying three million for testing 
a day. Yeah. A day. You're only three million. That, that, that's a drop in the water. Yeah. For them to and and it's just deep. That's she, just she, she's only she's actually back in hospital now at the minute. Yeah. Like the, when you hear that story, Paddy. Uh, obviously, you have kids. You're own. Like yeah. it's we just don't know how lucky we are when we hear like this. Well, if it sends you the link to the to the episode, it's a brilliant episode. Like and and that man, that like Jesus Christ, like like. Credit to them, it's difficult, isn't it? Like, it's, you can, it's 24 you can hours. Well, the, 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 the thing is, there's so many people out there like that, you know what I mean? I so mm-hmm. many. It's like, just obviously this one's close like to this, home. Man. Like, see, this lads, this, this, this country, like, keep going, because these little things pop up, and these are the, we, we shouldn't be the ones that have to deal with these things. Like, this country is flushed, lads. Mm. There's a lot of money in this country. There's oil off the coast of Kerry, 420 billions worth estimated. Yeah, mm. off the coast. That We've given it all away. Mm. We were the only country that found oil and stead broke. You know what I mean? <laughs> They're rich. We're broke. <laughs> have a look at what the T-shirt gets paid well, in this country, and then have a look at what Boris Johnson gets. I, I only Two found out. Two fifty T-shirt. He's, he's up there now. He's, I think it's like yeah, it's near close that. He gets more than the president of Ireland yeah. T-shirt gets, mm. and he gets. I think it's the equivalent of what Boris Johnson gets. So people are like, yeah, well, they're both. He looks after sixty-six yeah. million people. Yeah. This other lad, five million people. Yeah. Well, like if you ever, won't even talk yeah. to if you ever want to measure them, do you remember um, the RTE debate that time when they're giving out the Sinn Féin weren't invited? And uh, Leo hit him with a cracker. He says, giving uh, Michal Martin back the keys of the government is like giving John Delaney back the FAI. Yeah. But the only way for him to get into government was to give it to him. So who has the fucking keys? Well, give it to him. Slid it back into bed with him just to get his own way because he knows he'd be T-shot then. Yeah, here's, oh, here's, just, here's something I'm going to say. Right? And this might be a little bit controversial. Right? If we, go for it. we love that. We, no, we love that. Of, we'll clip this. Coming yeah. on Instagram soon. <laughs> so when, yeah. it, when it comes to the next election, what I'll be watching for and and is for, for Sinn Féin. Mm. I'll be watching to see what Sinn Féin are going to say. Will Sinn Féin say at the start of the election that they will go in with Fianna Fáil or Fianna Gael? And will they win enough seats? So they're going to have to win 81 to get the majority and get them in. I don't think they have 81 TDs. That's being straight. Independence yeah, well, if they want to be Sinn Féin in there on their own, mm-hmm. basically, if they're going to go in with the independence, they're going to have to make a plan and make some of this stuff um, clear before they go in, you know, because... The brains are just the other toast. Well, we could end up with a Sinn Féin and a Fianna Fáil government, basically, because oh, Fianna Gael... Uh, sorry, Fianna Gael government because Fianna Fáil are going to be slaughtered in this one. The Greens are going to be slaughtered in this one. If okay. Fianna Gael can hang on to something, that's what they could be looking at. And would they go in? I don't know. But I'll be asking this question when the time comes. When the time comes, I will 100% be standing there. And I'm going to try and ed- educate people a little bit more. Do I know it all? No. Mm-hmm. Oh, I stood in the, elect- in the election centre, elected, and people were like, like, how many number twos did you get? Oh, number twos? Number twos are for losers, mate. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. And then he, then he explained that, and I was like, I'm a tick. <laughs> I was just, just naive. I was just naive. I was I was competitive in that way where I was like, I am going for it. And I'm topping the power. I'm going for it. You know what I mean? And even now with the with the council walk, I'm I'm flat with that. I am not we don't hold back on that, you know. So I'm in the council I just got a motion passed the other day in the council unanimously um to, to have a, an investigation into a mould problem that's going on in the housing estate of my way back Um places yeah. are bits lads falling down, you know what I mean? Like guys, mm. some of the buildings have cracks down the size of them. They put, I think it was 400 social houses in there about, I think it was about 15 years ago. You wouldn't guess, if you tried to get 400 social houses into Knock Lion or into oh, somewhere. Oh, wrecks me head. They come out and protest hope. them and all. We tried to get 12 social houses into Knock Lion and the whole, everybody was against it. Like there's a little side of a football club and they were like, you're taking the kids' footballs, you're doing all this and, and whatever. People can say what they want. And so it's like, happening around here, everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Here. 
We're used to it because we accept and we realise that we have to share yeah, and yeah, everybody 100%. has to get along. Well, and it's like people have somewhere to sleep than where to kick a ball. Like in fairness, just, this, just fuck all land of help and now we're around. The lights are telling. The lights are clogging. It's just the tucking. They're taking our feet. They're tucking. They took their feet. We take all the social nails and you'll see it. If you go and look at it, take all the social nails. So we're in a situation where we're like, and and then they, they they come out here and then say, say if somebody buys ten apartments and then puts ten people in there on a HAP payment, right? And twelve years go by because that's how long it takes to get a house. You've just paid for ten apartments. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you don't even have to put the deposit down. You probably have to put a, a banker down for them, one or two of them. Mm. All right, I'll take ten of them off you, mate. All right. And then in 10, 12 years, you're gonna own ten apartments because you didn't pay them all. You didn't go exactly. running before you can pay yeah. the mortgage. Yeah. Someone had to go and get housing assistance payment and then they had to go into a social housing and, and th- the whole system lines up way too well. Yeah. Wait, and then guess what the bottom part of that is? Well, if you don't want to pay a house, we've got a little street corner there that we could give you because there's lots of homeless and you know mm-hmm. we don't give a fuck about them because they don't, but they don't. Not you look at all these... Li- here, I'm going to tell you straight, right? The other day, I, so we get, I get people knocking on my door and all sorts of right, for, 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 for help, right? Now, I, don't, I, I say to them, don't knock on my house, right? Help them and don't ever knock in my house again. Mm. He gave them my family's here. Yeah. I had to have yeah. some sort of place, you know what I mean? But um What's your address, Paddy? <laughs> <laughs> we rang one of these one of the charities that, that gets millions, absolutely millions pumped into it off the government and off and, and they're flying high, right? And two of the lads are rang on the phone and I was like, Can you come out with a sleeping bag and a tent? This lad, all the rooms are gone. He's like, We don't have a driving license. <laughs> what? You don't have a driving license? <laughs> How are you getting out to people? They're getting taxis. Because you imagine oh someone pulling God. up to somebody homeless in a taxi. These two lads were about 20, I'd say. And he was like, oh, well, we had a problem with such... I don't care, mate. I said, I don't care. We get paid millions in there. And I have a problem in my gym. We can't ring no one and say, drop a few thousand into that account there. Mm. It doesn't work like that. Do you know what, Paddy? When I, well, after we'd done the course, right, I worked in Nitty Valley Fitness for about a year and then I got let go and I couldn't get a job for about a year. So I'd done a week ago and darted off for a, a charity, a homeless charity. And I sold nothing. On the fifth day, they told me, if you don't sell nothing, you're gone. So it was like 12 in the morning, I was fucking miles away from the gap. I said, fuck this, I'm going home. Checked my bank the next week, there was 600 and something quid there they paid me. I didn't sell one thing. I went in at about 19, I had no license to tell me I could have a company car to drive in and out of town and all. Like, Mate, no qualifications, nothing. 600 quid for not selling nothing. And the case the, the homeless charities are a businessman, I'm telling you. So go scam. and check it. Check it now. Go and check CEOs of homeless charities and you're going to see it. Some of them are 130 grand. So when that lad was at my door the other night, with a tent and two lads without a driving license. Mm. Some lad was off getting paid 130 grand a year and he was in bed. And I don't care who you are. How can you be uh, this big flat philanthropist or whatever it is? Phlebotomist. Philanthropist. Uh, philanthropist. philanthropist. Ah. <laughs> 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 I like that one. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and, and we're in a situation then. Right? So why aren't, these, why aren't these, um, these charities building houses all the time? Why isn't it public houses on public land? So if they've got a million quid there, right? sound. Build houses. Build more houses. Mm. There's money put money in. Oh, you want money put money into a charity if you put But if you're paying it to put the ground in taxis and all sorts, I'm not having that. Yeah. Do you know? And yeah, I'm gonna say joke. something about it. And and that's and that's where I get like oh, he's fucking moaning again. You know what I mean? I will moan. I mm. am gonna I'm gonna be in on in, in thirty years I'll be t- I'll be sixty three. And I'm telling you, anybody that's in government now and all that, I'm still I'm not going nowhere. You better kill me or something. <laughs> because I'm going nowhere. The mother and baby home, that foils will be out in thirty years and I'll be there. I'll mm. be waiting for that at 60, remembering what happened now and with all of the stuff with, the, with the, 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 the care homes. I'll be there as well. I'll be there with that. I'm not going nowhere, you know, and I'll be with other people fighting with this. I don't care. Yeah. Say what you want about my name, you know. Say so, Tell them something else that they haven't said about me. 
There's no way Eminem says that yeah. thing. Yeah. There's nothing there anymore. We started this episode, Paddy, saying, what's your proudest moment? And obviously, the tree, walking out the tree arena was one of them. But to me, like, the walk that you're down, like, mm. like... Energy for me, you know what I mean? Yeah, now, that's what I'm elected, saying. Like. Being elected is extremely proud. You know did I mean? you have goals going in? Like when you got elected, 100%. was there an, like I would imagine you did, but was there anything that you really wanted to kind of focus on and make sure? I wanted to make sure I stayed in myself. That was one of the most important things, and yeah. I had to make some no, decisions is, over the past few years to make sure that that was the case, you know. And mm. and that's it. You're looking at the. I don't want to say you're looking at the realest among them, but I'm telling you, I am here, and I am. I'm not going away. This generation is the generation that can that can grow up and change this country. Yeah, we are an island. We're loved all over the world. You just drop into someone that like you're Irish. It's great. It would help us. This whole world would help us if we were going in the direction that we actually wanted to go. But we're not. We're being forced into a direction that is absolutely just helping the minority, and everyone else is suffering. Mm. Everyone else is going from housing, working nine to five to scrape just to get one building by. And then there's a whole other group in the country that are ha- four houses is a splash in the ocean. We're not getting a comment in there, Paddy. Is that um, any mental health support services uh, for at-risk troubled youth in Tala? Hope is one of the best ones to hear the same. So, and I don't even want, I don't want to go in and start bashing Pierre the house and stuff like that. Well, oh, oh, feel free to do yeah. it because I do, Paddy. And I'll tell you why I do because... Number one, the salary they're on. Right, my I won't mention the company I worked for, but the company I worked for previously managed their IT, and you've seen it. I've seen the contract. I've seen them, and it's ridiculous, ridiculous. right? And not only that, they toned down addicts and stuff like that's yeah. that's half the problem. Do you know what I mean? So to me, I don't get be behind. Like, don't get me wrong, they do great work. They do do great work. You can't knock them for that, but they don't do enough for what they have. No, see, the thing is that they're the only show in town, apparently. Yeah, well, it's because they're the biggest fucking name. But they're the biggest name because the people that are saying fucking they support mental health, a lot of them, like, mental health, everyone wants to support. But they don't do the homework on it. So it's only the people that genuinely have mental health issues that know that Pieta House aren't the best out there. Do you know what I mean? I think when you first go in, the show looks great, and then all of a sudden it's like, yeah, we'll see it in three months, and it's like, what? So that that lad there, if you want to message me on Instagram, um, there's a place in uh, Tala Village, and I'll get you, I'll send you that number directly. Um, it's called Hope, right. right? And Hope is is was set up by somebody who understands and who's experienced, um, suicide, say close, mm. you know. So and to me, like even like I had someone that like from dr- drug rehab clinics and stuff like that and all like and and they like they're, they're ex addicts and stuff, and I'm like, this is what we need, you know what I mean? And then like who like. It, there's no, no doubt, say what you said, I'm going to run, say, in the door the next time. They'll attack me. They'll attack me as in, like, you don't know what you're talking about. You're not educated. You, like, you, you, you're not... Because like, they, they, they have a fancy suit, do you know what I mean? 100%. Regarding what? Regarding everything. Regarding You don't know how it works. They, uh, the words, everything. Um, if you go on, you'll hear stuff. And it's it's, it's as close to racism or whatever it is. Mm. And people will say, look, look at how he said this word. Look at the state of him the in that jacket. You believe look in any way it's because of where you're from? Cool. Classism, you know what I mean? It's classism. That's it. And classism in this country is okay. You know what you should do one day? Have a shave, get a haircut, rock up in the suit. What are you saying (laughs) now, you little rats? I'm pure emasculated over here. You three have power beards and I can't grow one. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely the least male person here. You have a a little bit of stubble going there. You're a fourth baby. You'd be like, Mama, Mama. (laughs) You'd be like, that's a man. You'd be like, when you're dad. Yeah, boys, honestly. Oh, stop. Paddy. I know what it's him. Is that guy telling to, to message me and, and absolutely because yeah. it's hard for it for your uh, your age now and all at mm. this at this time it's 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 rough man it really is and and my heart goes out to you. Mm. Well, um, 
I want to bring it back to the MMA. We, we yeah. jumped off, but it was very insightful, to say the least, wasn't it? Yeah, no, Absolutely. 100%. Um, so I kind of wanted to touch on the the next time you fought in the Tree Arena, you were due to fight Lewis Smoker. And I'm not sure your placement on the card, but it wasn't the main event. A lot of Ooh. things happened. Oh, was it Joe Duffy and Dustin Poirier the main event? Joe Duffy had got um, some sort of head injury or something like that, which he should have fucking disclosed. You know, what it I mean? was Dustin Poirier, though, wasn't it? Yeah, Dustin Poirier. I think it was Dustin Poirier. Yeah. Joe Duffy and Dustin Poirier. Yeah. yeah. So he was the main event, and I don't know if someone was calling it whatever. Found out on Twitter that was the thing that he was doing on the main event. So they uh, how did that come? How the fuck did that come about? Like no talk to your camp. No. Oh, you didn't hear that. Oh, you heard that on Twitter. That was it. I rolled out one morning. And she was like, "You're the call main event." I was like, "Yeah, well." When, Harry, when did you get told that? When did you see on Twitter? The day before the weigh-in. Fucking hell. So what, what was the pressure like? Did that get switched to five rounds? Um, no, they didn't switch to five rounds because they would have to redo the contract. Right. So he was whatever. I, like, to be honest, I would, I wouldn't even then. I would have been a little bit naive and just being like, "Alright." But now one of my fighters would be like, "No, it's got more money." Like, no, that that was negotiated. Now we got a few more quid. I got more money off them. Mm-hmm. Much. You seem to have a good relationship with Dana, do you? Well, Dana tweeted the first time, first time when, when he uh, finished Chasambo. Yeah. Paddy Hillan just blew the roof off the tree arena. Yeah. yeah. And like someone sent me that tweet and I was like, fucking did. Let's call a spade a spade. Even back to the handshake, like, you seem to have a good relationship. Like, w- would you still talk to Dana now? No, I don't need to go back and forward with people that are like, no, I don't look because I know for a fact. Look, if we say we have a conversation with somebody in Boston at the time, and it's like, and then I get a message out, I'm like, what's up, bud? It's like, there's like ten, there's a thousand people now doing that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So not that you're ignoring them, but it's just like it's just unrealistic sometimes. So like, say the thing with Dana. Hopefully, the next time I'm talking to Dana is when I'm saying, Dana, bring me check out these fighters that are yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, and I've got so yeah, I've got somebody here, and like I told, I went out that door and I came back in that door, and, and maybe mine wasn't ready, but I'm telling back here, Dana, you know, and and I'm. And I, I went and developed fighters, developed, and not only that, but like people all the way from the bottom, you know, someone that maybe was watching in and watching me, mm-hmm. and now it's like I've come back and people are like, it's you, and I'm like, yeah, I know, you know, I teach <laughs> the beginners classes, I teach kids classes, I'm there, like, and they're like, why don't you just like sit up the top? And I was like, no, that's not what it's about. It's about this is my new mission. Mm-hmm. I want to be the best coach in the world. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm totally yeah, trained. I'm very young. Well, mm-hmm. one of your your students was on this the podcast. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Sean Abanum was Sean, on with us yeah, last Sean's season, incredible. and she said that she said that she noticed Dana White was actually looking at her Instagram story, and she believes that that came through you. Like he obviously fell into her path. Still paying attention to you, obviously. Yeah. Well, Dana would say, Dana, look, uh, well, Ariel. I have to say, Ariel's probably one of the nicest guys. Ariel texts oh, me. He, he comes across a like a fucking Ariel. Yeah. Ariel messages him. every now and again. Yeah, he actually because I, I covered Bellator uh, two twenty, I believe it was. It was Gallagher didn't fight on it. Who was it? Fuck. Come on, Jay. Liam Liam McCourt. Liam McCourt main event. Crosby fought on it as well. Um. But yeah, fucking. There's two other savages that are doing great in the sport. Yeah, mm-hmm. but Ariel, like, I sent Ariel a clip of like me interview with Kiefer and he just the advice he's like, good questions, short questions next time, in and out like a boxer and all. It was just good advice, you know. Brilliant, brilliant. He sent yeah, me a picture of uh, outside the Boston tea party thing there and going like, you just had a thing with cups yeah, of tea. Thinking of probably, yeah, we done a whole day there, the day before the weigh in, and then people would be like, oh, the weigh ins tomorrow, we don't want to do that and all. I got an opportunity there. I mean, he's like, I heard you like tea. And I was like, this is Boston. The Boston Tea Party was here. The yoke is down there. Pick me up tomorrow on Thursday in the morning. <laughs> and we went down and we did it. And we blew it up. Deadly. It was a brilliant uh, interview. It was one of the yeah. things like we're sitting down talking to somebody having a cup of tea. And like, like maybe I wasn't, I was naive at that stuff, but it was ballsy. You know what I mean? And yeah. I'm like, this is yeah. Ariel Hwani. So, wow, we've had a hill hand. I was saying to myself back then, but it's yeah. like, 
and I'm going out to fight, like, and I was fighting, fighting for my job that fight as well. I tell you what, there's nobody that can like go toe to toe with him verbally. Oh. Like he's destroying Have Brendan Schaub at the minute. Yeah. Ten sevens, ten it's, sevens. It's not even funny. Like, like Brendan Schaub's getting annihilated. He's not even week. responding now. Yes, Brendan he, Schaub. He done a twenty minute video the other day where he was supposed to do an apology, but he kind of just took a turn oh, and he was like, "I'm kind of apologising, but I'm not apologising." Send me that link. I didn't oh, see yeah, that because yeah, I'm about to be watching all the beef. Obviously, I'm trying to fucking like I'm watching these interviews, trying to get inspiration, ideas, and all yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. But obviously, I'm a fan of uh, Brendan Schaub's, um his outlay. He, he actually inspired this sign here. <laughs> Did you ever see his podcast set up? I've, well, I've, I've met Brendan when he was here, actually, because when we were setting you up... You did, the, that's right. Yeah, so when we were setting yeah. up the podcast, it was, we were linking in and did stuff Did you like get that. inspiration from him yourself? Yeah, well, oh, well, he, was he actually up? The reason why we wanted to do the podcast was because um, there was a lot going on, a lot had to be said, and nobody was saying it. Yeah. And I just want, I just said, like, like we call it no shame, so it's the idea, you come on here, and it's like, like yeah, listen, mm. no shame. But then the idea is, it got too big, and, and they came after that big time. That's the way it was, you know what yeah. I mean? It was like... We need to get rid of this. Like that's too much <laughs> of an outlet. Like we had Jerry Adams and all on, you know what I mean? It's yeah. like you can't he, be doing that. Who's our favourite? Who's our favourite guest on the show? Big Jerry. You had some big. I ones like with. Jerry. Look, Jerry was great. I have to say, Jerry was great. But I couldn't obviously couldn't ask Jerry everything. You know what I mean? Yeah. Somebody sitting there watching yeah. the interview yeah, yeah. and all. We had to send it away to get make sure it was. Sometimes the pre-interview, the pre-conversations are better than yeah, the actual you podcast. Sure the people don't yeah. you? Yeah. <laughs> so um, it's just being so far far with the No Shame podcast. To be honest, like. We, we, we're going to look at coming back with the podcast, you know what I mean? So, uh, the, the, the No Shame podcast. Um, through all of this, is just being crazy. This I'm just going to be straight. This is all just being to me. Um, now, not everybody putting everybody in the same way, but 90% of the media has just been COVID in, in you know what I mean? Like, yeah. look at listen to the radio. It's yeah. like, how do you walk around in life and be like, I'm like, I'm a good person, like, mm. going on, like, just to hear the, the, the interviews and all, like, it's like, don't shop in the shop if you don't feel safe and all this. <laughs> Bring your business elsewhere. We're going to have to business, get you to do a voice album yeah, for the show, buddy. Even it's though so the businesses are being closed, it was like, please close all these other businesses just for the safety of everybody. Please, we would really ask you to do this and everyone said, nice sound, nice mm-hmm. sound. But don't go back there now. If you, it's like, you know what I mean? So they shouldn't be saying things like that. So the No Shame podcast needs to be back in mm-hmm. because... You have a lot to say now. Yeah, a lot to say, a lot to say, but like it'll be, it'll be in the woods. You'll be tongue-tied as well, though, it's won't you? Like, you, you see, there'll see be the, eyes on it. The time when they did us with that podcast and all, they cut disclaimers and all out of it. That's how bad it is. And let me tell you, you'll never have the money to go after these people. So I priced it as well, yeah. and it was looking good. You know, like one of, one of the things that one of the things when I said I had an incel manifesto. Incel manifesto. It's an no, incel manifesto. We didn't know that's where they care until somebody <laughs> told me. Until somebody told me. So an incel manifesto is somebody that can't. Can't um can't have have sex with women basically or can't like attract women so he, he ends up hating oh, them I've and heard ends about up creating. <laughs> but when you Google it, when you Google yeah. it, it says like Incel Manifesto grew forty That's of them. Shay like, at the minute. Oh, Jay, you need to read about this. this it's kill funny, forty like. people or something like this in a massacre and stuff yeah. like that. No, that's not me, Jay. Well, I actually hate women because they can't get their rocks. Like literally because they can't get boards to have sex with them, so they hate them. I don't hate them. I'm just not mad about it. I knew, I knew when 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 I was aiming towards them. That's why that was coming. Why the fuck were you labelled as that? That's crazy, Paddy. Because yeah. you know what? Let's kill him. And it wasn't, we, with the words are left and right, and it was like, like if you look at the words, they put commas on the screen, and they put it in commas and all, because it could be like, that word went there. And mm. I go, oh, listen, I went, I went to Barristers with this and all this, and they mm. were like, that's a professional job. Is that's it? not like someone just saying, that's a professional job. Yeah, when you put comments and you start taking this part of the conversation and putting it there, it over and there, putting yeah. that part there, and then you start linking it to other stuff and all, like, and 
it's really, really, really bad and all. Like, you know what I mean? That's it. It's like, it's not. You know what's really, really bad? And the same people don't do interviews about? The government robbing the country. The homelessness in the country. Well, well, is, is it a dangerous game for you to get into podcasting, Paddy? Because, like, y- you know... He's passionate, clearly. Like, yeah, clearly. and during the conversation, shit just comes out. And obviously, the, the work you're involved in, like, surely you have to put some form of filter on yourself. See, I agree, but the idea was, I was, say, as I said, an elected, and I was doing a podcast, where you've got guys that are coming out there, and they're not even, like, they're not even going outside of what's in front of them or what's on the, the teleprompter. The interview, they know what question's coming. They mm. know who they're pointing to. It's all a big stage. Yeah. It's all like, going to walk out like it's Independence Day, and, and they're walking <laughs> out to dress the nation and all. You know what I mean? Yeah. These things are fools now. The only thing that Michael Martin and all has done for this country is inspire the youth that they can do anything. You know what I mean? Because they're the leaders of the country. That shows you. Like, yeah. we've got the poor leadership going on. You know what I mean? It's just, it's disgraceful. It's been like this for 100 years. But this is the generation that can change it. This is it. We need a little bit of passion in the room. We need that. Mm. People are going to start making it out to be craziness. It's ridiculous. You just have to look at someone's background to know who they are or what they are or what these accusations are. Man. And anybody that looks into anything like that, they'll know that someone isn't what they're saying. And if they don't look into it, they don't care. They already hated you. Mm-hmm. And they were just looking for a reason to be like, yes, I knew I hated you for a reason. And that's it, you know? So, Do we have any exclusives for the, for the podcast? Exclusives, even? What did you go with the exclusives? Oh, I don't know what the fuck I said. He just... <laughs> yeah, so inclusive, exclusive. Just exclusive. <laughs> any details on that? Anything at all that you can give us? Um, no, so... You really, we haven't... There's no plans, there's no really details on it, you know? Yeah, we do, we know you just know you want know to do it. We're going to come back with it, you know what yeah. I mean? It's going to be needed and... Uh, it would be really good around the election time, wouldn't it? Mm. Oh, they were <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Counting the results, oh, they were well, well, yeah, well, we start, we'd start going around the doors and seeing what they're really talking about. And, like, I'm there. I'd walk around with you. I'd be like, all right, sound. Are you really going to do this? You really, well, well, you said you were going to do this and you didn't do that. Like, like look at Michal Martin. Look, just being straight. Like, he literally stood there and was like, no way. You couldn't be doing that. Going into government after saying you wouldn't go into government and all. Like, that sort of Jack and Lil Hyde stuff and all. Doesn't roll with me and all. Yeah, yeah, we'll go into government. There's a video on YouTube and he's mm. basically saying it like that. This man sat at a table years ago and sold our whole country out for billions. The lad that's making the decisions. I knew with I the had medical, something else I wanted to say. Medical tried to hide the, the, tried to hide the investigation into the cervical cancer. People dead in this country because of their families and all. And people would be like, oh, well, hold on. It's like, I don't care. I don't mm. care anymore. I'm not standing by this. I'm not sitting here staying quiet. Well, these people are like our heroes. Mm. When you were talking about the oil and all, like, I had something to say and I forgot to say it about like only there, I think it was two years ago, I found out that Ireland sold the the, the tolls like. I, like know. that. Toll bridge? Yeah. yeah. To you a Spanish company. You don't get the money out of that. Like, like, I, 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 think, I think it got sold for 13 million. What? And it generates, it generates like fucking about every Friday, Saturday, Sunday after Exactly. The hospital car parks. Yeah. You know, yeah. Why, why doesn't that fund the hospital? I know, I know. Like, why didn't... That's what, that's what it should be. It's like, it's it's common sense. sense, yeah. Common sense, it doesn't, it doesn't belong in politics. It doesn't yeah. belong in any of that. It's fucking like, nuts. Look at what we're doing now. Look at what we're doing now. But yeah, we've realistically... We've been locked down for like... Think about it. We mm. have never lived a lockdown. It's still a lockdown or whatever yeah. it is. Yeah, And yeah. it's like... But common sense should 100% come into play when it comes to, especially politics, because there's not enough of it. Yeah, there's intelligent people with high grades and fucking shit that doesn't matter. Yeah, I got an A and home, Mick. So fucking what? That shouldn't affect nothing. 
common sense. There should be you a fucking test for it. Do you know what I mean? No, but it is like yeah, it's no, so valuable. Like being streetwise and just having that bit of common sense gets you a long, long way. Like that. we are at the cream of the crop, so we are at we're generations of, of think collapse. That's what I'm looking at. Mm. So I say when you think of like the Romans and the Aztecs and all this, it gets to a stage where there's something tough. So my sons are not going to be probably as tough as me. Must be. They're, and they're not going to be... Now, my daughter might be, because she seems tough as hell already. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, that's my daughter, give her a go if you want. He's already fucking teaching him. My daughter's a black belt engineer. Does she <laughs> know that? <laughs> but the civilizations, civilizations, uh, civilizations collapse because it gets so comfortable. And the authority doesn't get checked there. Yeah. Then I guess there was a situation where it's like, so I could be telling you the meaning of the word, but you're just so arrogant and so egotistic that, and I'm so low, how dare you even talk to me? Mm-hmm. And that's where it goes to. Yeah. And then, then it's like, I know. And there's, they're too stubborn then to back down. And then there are millions down the hole. And then it's like, we're fucked. Like, yeah. yeah, literally. If the, and and when, then, then you have, like, there could be blackmail involved. Who knows all this? And they blackmail one, they blackmail us all, you know? Um, They've been in there a long, long time. And let me tell you, there's no way they didn't make mistakes. Eon Martin has been in there since he made his communion. <laughs> and he is still in there, you know? And, and let's not forget it. Like Leo still Bradford, wearing the same suit as well. Leo Bradford is getting ready to take the, 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 yeah. the past the, 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 the rod again. He's going to be um, the Taoiseach again. And he's staying quiet when that happens. So it's going to pop up the time and all of a sudden, Leo's the Taoiseach again. Mm. And it's like, we are going around in circles expecting these different results. No one's ever ever going to be looking at coming for us. And that's it. We need to come for ourselves now. So see all the youngfers out this, this side of the city and this is, if you decide not to vote and all this and whatever, get you just condemned your kids and all. And see all this, I think, if you can complain with all of the res- restrictions now and, and, and forcing people. So say if, say if somebody, here's what I've heard, right? Now we have a COVID pass, but I wouldn't use it because I've recovered from COVID. I had two days, I had a flickle of sweat off my forehead. We went and got the test we did. Sound. Got or have COVID the next day, I didn't have COVID. I did an antigen test two days after it. I wasn't infectious anymore. The only reason I got the test because they failed two antigen tests in my house. Mm. Mm. So I'm like, and your woman on the phone couldn't tell me anything. I'm telling her, no, no, no. I so basically said, listen, I've done the test, I'm going to listen to myself. So we have the, co- the, the, the cert. You get guys going, oh, well, we'll just, we such and such a cert, and I'll use this cert and that cert. It's like, you're going to allow this happen. I refuse to go in places that's going to discriminate. And that's it. I'm not going. If there's a place to sit and I'm happy there, I will be. I'm not going in and showing people medical uh, material and all going in. If we don't have to, can't get the vaccine, so we woke up in a country. I represented this country. That was good enough to do that. Mm. Carry the flag out there. Pay me taxes. Do all of that stuff. Come in and do this for us, Paddy. Come in and do that for us. And then all of a sudden, I woke up one day in a country being discriminated against. Because if we take the vaccine, there's a good chance it will kill me. They're like, yeah, well, maybe you should take it. Mm-hmm. You know what it's, I mean? It's mad, right? I, I was going through Twitter the other day and I know you said you don't use your Twitter. But I seen like a big fucking bunch of Karen's basically just talking about how like they went into a restaurant or a cafe or something and they were like, I can't believe they didn't even yeah, get decency to ask for me COVID search. You know what I mean? That's not, and that's not about health. <laughs> like, it's uh, oh. That's just someone looking to mount. Yeah. And and you know, know what I mean? Like, Free play to all the places out there that are not discriminating against people. Well, really? And they're going to come after them now because mm. they leave them off for a little while. And they'll wait, they'll corner them all up. F- you over that, didn't you, Hooligan? Yeah. yeah, that lady was opening up a hairdresser's and you told her to rock on with it. 
I said, oh, no, I said that. I said that. Like, listen, she showed she showed a lot of courage here and support here. Yeah. And then I got like a, a disciplinary thing off Shane Fane saying that I had to take a back and I'd be out of party and all. Does that does that not renewed me membership? So if you like me saying you're bad for my gym, Martin. Like I'm not in your gym package. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. basically, I, I you know I'm not gonna. No one's gonna tell me what to take down off my social media and stuff like that. And all. Where's freedom of speech? Just because. And th- let's be straight. Shin Fan came and asked me to run for them. You know what I mean? I didn't run. Shin Fan. No, I didn't know that either. Shin Fan came and said, "Paddy, will you run for us?" Mary Lou came to the gym, visited the gym, and one of the the elected officials came and asked me. So this is why obviously and we were I saying earlier you didn't I said, want but it. I represent Hewlahan. I'm proud of Paddy Hewlahan. I always have. Mm. I will always be myself. Mm. And I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. Sound, 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 sound. Until it's not sound. Yeah. You said. <laughs> you said. <laughs> and no backs you it up. Must no be very frustrating, yeah. And it's so frustrating because you're looking at a situation where. There was an investigation done into it. It was found it was all Cod's Wallop. And nobody will read that investigation out. No one cares about that investigation. Mm. If we did run for the election for the doll, that the only thing they would ask me questions about was all that stuff. 100%. Yeah. When I asked them questions about the investigation, did you read it? Yeah. No. So you don't care. So shut up, basically. <laughs> you know what I mean, in a way. And if you've read the investigation and you have any questions, ring me. Every single Sinn Féin councillor in the country has it. I said it to them all. Mm. Not one question, not one message off most of them, you know. You now, get into that doll, t- uh, Paddy, and someone's giving you a bit of lip, just look at them and crack the knuckles and all, oh, let them know, do you know what I mean? <laughs> See <laughs> that? Anytime, like, brother, anytime, See outside. that, like, the thing is that, like, the, even the idea is that, like, like, listen, as a professional fighter, people would say say things to me like that, and I would find it offensive, especially if someone's in the... In the Fuck's in the, sake, man. Oh, not you, man. Not, <laughs> not you, man. Right. But say we was in the council and someone started kind of like... Like, someone suggested one day that... Oh, like, you're a fighter. I know what you mean. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, I used to fight for yeah. money professionally, mate, yeah? So that's like coming to a tennis player, like, yo, how's your... Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> how's your rackets? Look at the clips and all, do you know what I mean? Do you know, know what I'm saying? Now. Well, hold on, I'm in... I'm I'm a businessman as well. I've got a few yeah. businesses. I've got my own little thing going. You know what I mean? Up my gyms, and I've got got flow tanks and stuff like that. And about that you know what I mean? Yeah. So like, I'm in that way. No one ever really come. Like, they come at me, but like, like I had one time that was a councillor in actual the council who had um, loafed somebody in the face and knocked their teeth out. Oh, um, I think they ended up in the front of the paper or something over it. But that was the end of it. It wasn't like my onslaught. I didn't even touch anybody. Yeah. And then somebody walked up to me at the door and goes, "Hey, did you show him how to do that?" And I didn't, I didn't find that funny at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Assaulting, like, average, like, assaulting citizens. What do you think we am? You know what I mean? Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Anyone that goes out and assaults somebody in the street, it's pretty dick, um, don't you know what I mean? In that way, look, of, like... Yeah, no, what, 100%. What I'm of. delighted you went there for a second, though, because that was one thing I wanted to ask. Like, the perception of what you've done for a living, mixed martial arts, right, that was always kind of, like, downgraded a little bit in this country, looked look down on, right? It's gradually got better, but do you still feel like there's a perception there of martial artists or mixed martial arts in particular because it's it's cage fighting? Oh, you know I know this mean? sounds mad, but like I will say this: yeah, it's not everybody, but it's like there's a, there's, I say there's a massive classes problem. I had this problem before um, making it to the UFC. If anything, the UFC broke it down a little bit, so we would go and teach in in, in, in I don't want to say different classes, but there is in this country there's a massive difference. There's a massive classism problem. Do you know what I mean? Where How did you get to the UFC? I, d- I well, think like that's obvious. Was it purely off the, the, the back of the Ultimate Fighter? Or was, was it... I was 9-0 so when I went there. So I was 9-0. and um, The divisions had just came in. And the lower divisions... So I remember Dominic Cruz and all that came from WC... WC. ECW is that hardcore shit. I was saying like that. That was good. I don't watch wrestling. I watch that. Yeah, that was said. So that was it. And basically, I remember one time... I think it was a conversation with John. And John was like... I was like... I said, when I'm 5-0... and Like get a contract with them and he said like 10 or 10 and all or something like that and uh, some sort of contract after that but I remember being like 
this is actually in my hands. Mm. This is in my hands. No one no can stop this. It doesn't matter about anything else. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I'm really? just being like, it's okay to say things to people from, from council housing estates and it's okay. Then like, I don't know, but it's like, I just don't think it is. You go on Twitter and you'll see it and people will say s- stuff about people, how they, how they speak, especially me. Do you know what I mean? I'm, I, I, I don't speak as, 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 as proper as I would like to uh, speak. You know what I mean? I am Jobstown and that, and, and I am a council young flat and that's who I represent and, and I represent a lot of people across this country in yeah, council housing estates. You know yeah. what I mean? And that's it. And that's, I'm just trying to, 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 to keep the kind of, Keep the momentum that I've got going, and, and 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 I'm still learning. I'm a student. You are. You mentioned there that you were exempt from vaccinations and stuff because of uh, getting factor thirteen deficiency. That also led you to retire early mm-hmm. as well. What is factor thirteen deficiency? It's something of the heart. Am I correct? No. No. Isn't it? Is for a story, right? As it's going, we hopefully dislocate his elbow, right? And he, he's two, he's in a, um, a bouncy castle down in um, Liberties. They're at a community day out or something. He comes out of the bouncy castle with his leg. He goes into the hostel, all right, and um, can't say hostel. I know. Rounds me at those. Tell me other podcasts, they'll be like, ah, he said it again. You know what I mean? Say it one more time. Hostel. <laughs> can't say it. Don't know why. It just doesn't come out. Right. Um, but anyway, the doctor walks up to me in the, in the, in the, in the place and goes to me, all right, you know, his arm's dislocated. And he goes, are you vaccinated? And I'm sitting in the kids' thing home. What? Are you vaccinated? Fuck are you asking me that? I said, why are his arms sitting here? I said, how dare you ask me that? And he's like, well, look, well, well you're putting my staff at risk. And we are, why are his arms dislocated? I'm like, I'm going to lose it here. You yeah. know what I mean? Don't mess with my family. You know? Yeah, when it comes to the kids, oh, it's yeah, different I said, I'm listening to your fact of the deficiency. Oh, you can't get that. And I said, do you know what that is? And he goes, yeah, yeah, it's something to do with the immunity. And I'm like, no, it's not. It's not. It's to do with clotting. So your, back, your body's made up of factors. But this is what made me sick. This guy's asking me, am we vaccinated? Yeah, yeah. And then I say it to him, and he doesn't even have the audacity to admit. Yeah, no, I don't know what that is. Yeah. And the reason why I knew he didn't know it is because I'm the only person in Ireland with it. Oh, really? Nobody else it's has it. one in a million or one, one in ten million? million. Right, one yeah. in five million. Right? I'm the only person on the Ireland that has it. I get kids all around the world messaging me now that have factor 13 deficiency. I was basically like a coy for them. A gliding light in a way of like where... like. We don't, like doctors are gone, they don't know too much about it. Mm. So, I'm, as a moon landing, fighting in the UFC, no one will ever do that ever again, especially Factor 13. I don't know if hemophilia, that getting cures for it and stuff mm. like that. And you know what they're using for the cures? It's like a, a gene therapy. It's like an mRNA. So I've been, I've been researching this for a while, and the vaccines are made of mRNA. So people will be like, he's stupid. He's No, we know a lot more than you think about this. Yeah. I have a blood disorder that is involved. That's so particular for you to actually understand it then. Like, all right, you have to know some, you know. Mm. So, your better blood spread up of factors, say factor eight, factor nine, stuff like that's common. Factor two sounds like sun lotion, I know, um, yeah, it does. Yeah, I've got to take that as well. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My man has been still messaging me, have you got on? Yeah, man. So, if we get a cut, if you look at like your arm, say from the bottom in. Um, all of these little platelets come and block the cut, make a scab. Yeah. My last one is basically like a paste that keeps the scab in place. I don't have that. So what happens is that the clots form and they can fall back into your blood. So then you could end up with a situation where you were you were, you had a cloth floating around. And I did as a kid. I ended up I had a blood clot in my brain and I had surgeries and stuff like that for it. Got a bang of a brick. I didn't know I had it till I was eight. So I shouldn't have even made it till then. Like even then they were like, what? <laughs> 
hell did you do that? You know, I don't know. You know what I mean? Looking yeah. back now and knowing it, mm. as a kid, you're just like, Bob, yeah, mate, of course I am. You know? But then as an adult, you're like, holy fuck. You know? I want to ask you because... Now, fighting, I was always good because my levels... Um, I just want to clarify that. Yeah, okay. Fighting, my levels were always good because I can check my levels. So my levels would be as good as yours. So it probably even better because... How do you check your levels? Just a normal so the levels test. would be a test. What kind of test? Blood test. Tests that we're using. We know a lot about these yeah, tests yeah. and stuff like that and all because you've got to measure it in, in levels, in mm-hmm. different viral loads and different... So to find it, what level you're at. You know, so with the with the testing, um, if my factor was below a lower level, I would have to take more. If my factor was too high, that could become dangerous. So that never really happened. So we would get it to where mine was the exact same as yours and yours. Mm-hmm. So when I'm walking into that, that octagon or that mm-hmm. cage, I was no different to nobody in that way. Yeah. And it's still like... <clears throat> Yeah, but no. So do you th- it sounds like, Paddy, you still feel like you, you want to go out and keep going. I'm older now. I'd fight a few. Yeah, I'd go in and have a few knocks with a few veterans. I'd just get out of it. Yeah. You know I mean? I'd fight your man Jake Parker for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, him. do you want to call him out here now, do you? <laughs> Stop me. You, <laughs> if he's going to take, if he's going to do MMA, if he's ever going to do gonna MMA. They're not going to do MMA. Uh, no, they aren't. They're not going to do MMA. But he might look like, hold on, there's a flyweight lad over there just crush him, you know what I mean? Yeah, but you're, you're Logan, Logan Wood. Logan Wood. Five mil. I'm just naming the push now. Five mil. We'll do it for two. I'll give you 15%. I'll fight both of you in the one night. No, I'm only just... If you just ankle pick that guy in the seconds, it wouldn't even be fair. I'm sure you fight me. I'm fighting now. We've got a bigger fight on my hands now, unfortunately, which is basically trying to... Trying to, and I don't want to say oh, I'm trying to steady the country, but I'm trying to, I'm trying to help with these people part, that are willing yeah. to come yeah. up and do it, and I'm willing to learn. Like, think about it. If we got a government together of ordinary people that actually wanted this country to run the way it should run and for the majority of the people, like you can assume, like uh, people across the world that are specialists and experts, and and it's long about it's about learning now. It's not about what you know. You know, you get a person going in, it's like, oh well, he knows because he's a. Yeah. He's actually not. He's like, he used to, like the Minister for Higher Education didn't finish college. That's mad. Simon Harris. <laughs> That's crazy. And he, he was the Minister, and he of, was the minister of Health. Yeah. And guess what he never did? And to do with health because he came straight from the council into the doll as a junior minister. Leo's mate, was he? When all about who you know. When your career is like so attract like that, right? And you're being forced to retire, especially when you're, you're in the fucking the UFC, the premier organisation. Yeah, obviously, you go back to SPG, you're coaching, you know, you're doing a bit, you get the opportunity to open the gym and then all of a sudden things don't go your way and then you leave SPG. Having to retire early and then having to leave SPG, was that like a double fuck? Because it's like, to me, like, you're, you're, yeah, you're, you're SPG from day one, like, so it's like fucking when Gerard left Liverpool or something. You know what I mean? It's yeah, like, no, was there an adaptation period there where it's like... Well, I actually only changed the name uh, from SBG We're seeing that a few recently, weeks ago. Yeah. No, I know, yeah, Hula yeah, Martial, Martial, Martial Arts. And that was basically, that wasn't even to do, that wasn't basically for me in a way. That was basically because now we have students kind of like that, like that, not they're just doing really well as well, but like they don't represent SBG. Mm-hmm. They represent Hula Martial Arts and they represent themselves and their families and, and it's called Clan Hulahan because the idea is I want to be able to create like a mantra across the country where there's these little clans of people and they help the homeless and, mm-hmm. they, and they do scholarships and they do all that kind of stuff and they're not, they're not maybe, maybe just growing, 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 growing because that just grows astronomical and it gets too crazy, you know. Um, so with me, when I came back, yeah, I retired and um, I have to say at that time, my, my, my partner Chelsea was, was a rock, you know what I mean? In my life, it was like, 
that was hard, man. That was really hard mm. because a lot of people who I would have thought were in my roof and stuff like that, like, and they wouldn't have been. You know, th- my relationship was in a different view to what their relationship was. Mm. You know, and it's only as a little bit older, even if you look through some text messages or something, you're like, how did you not see that? Did you ever find people weren't there when you were after you retired? Hundred percent. Yeah. I think we talked to John for six months or something after we were retired. Really? Yeah, we had a ca- conversation in a cafe back after that, and then it was like... Well, were you still not turning up coaching in his see, gym? See, the, the SPG talent was a kind of... Um, the, at that time, was an investment. Um, of an, so we was, I was we were opening a gym in Talla. Yeah. And then a guy came on board and said he yeah. wanted to invest. Yeah. Now, that guy is out of the picture as well now. And, and SPG talent is actually doing really gr- good now, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. And the lads that are in it... Uh, are like me, you know what I mean? In that way, they're, 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 they're council lads, they're like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and they're trying to like build it up and, and they do do things for, for, for the youth and stuff like that and all. So we get to be blessed with that. But the, the lad that was there, nah, he was a psychopath, man. He was like, um, what's that, uh, the the wind, the wind catcher, or whatever it was called? The, the, your man's a wrestling coach, he claims his coach. Uh, I know what you're on about. Yeah, I think no, that I think the movie's actually based on Core Angle. It, it's based on a, on, a, on a, re, a, re, a group of wrestlers, and a guy comes in and invests and stuff like that. And I know. The, is it the horse catcher Sun or something? Catcher, well, wind catcher I know. I know what you're on about. Yeah. Yeah. So that was a bit of a mad situation, right? And the guy was just sly and weird, and and then nobody took my, my no one believed me. I think you know. And then him. So I had, I packed off my I packed off my few euro, and I was never in the so Like hold on. We, you think we need all of this? Like, mm-hmm. you think we need all you? Yeah, but it must have been disheartened. Like, come on, like, like it's fucking it's like a relationship. It's exactly, it's yeah. SBG. Like, is family. Like I said, yeah, every single it was relationship disheartened. Like, it's like mm. it was yeah. like a tribe, wasn't it? Like, you was yeah. like, like and 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 it still is in that, in that way. You know what I mean? For 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 some you maintain there, relationships you know I mean? still. Um, well, like, well, I still, I still talk to guys like Richie Smullen, me and Connor and stuff like that. But obviously, still talking. Um, yeah, have you been down to the Black Forge? Yeah, we have. Yeah, what do you think of it? Oh, great! You yeah, obviously uh, didn't uh, use this fucking vaccine here to get in. I would believe. And now, like, and see with the pubs and stuff like that. I don't get like the pubs are not the problem here. Mm-hmm. The, the people that are implementing that and I have to implement that, they're not the problem here. In fairness, I've gone to a few pubs and they're they being, don't even ask. No, and some them, of them don't, and they're, they're the ones bullied. that you go back they're to. They've been bullied. Air yeah. government basically make these rules like little cowards that they are and jump back in, in, in under the covers mm. and they wait and they oh, you deal with it. That's what they do. And, and the publicans will deal with after they already suffered. So mm. so I don't blame the the, the, the businesses, you know. The they have been in the Black Forge, yeah, yeah, and it's absolutely amazing. The state yeah, of the throne <laughs> is absolutely unreal. And there's <laughs> a, a and that black uh, uh, Black Forge basically still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Seeing that last Savage. night on his Instagram. Oh, okay, yeah, they like it, yeah. yeah. Making drink like it's nothing. Um with with the separation and stuff like that, right? And then obviously the coming away from John Cavanaugh. Like we we talked about it beforehand. You all kind of got you at gyms, like you, the day ones. Owen Roddy got one. Uh, Chris Fields and Tom Kane got one. Yeah. I think Ashland Daly works out there as well with them. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Phil Mulpeter yeah. got one and yourself. And then all of a sudden there comes this devoid about... So when we say got one, I think... Yeah, that sounds like they're giving no, them. But that, yeah. That, yeah, but that was the perception. Right. That was the perception. Like, yeah. okay. like, I remember someone coming to me saying, like, 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 he came and gave you all of this. Like, what? No. Yeah, you know what I mean, I built this. Who, whoever How thinks that's really a fucking easy though to be fair. How did it really happen then? Like, mm. you ring the landlord, you book the building, you fucking get the signs, you you plan you the building. You, you just have the name. I did that. Yeah, well, SBG Dublin Twenty Four to me was like, obviously what we we're gonna do. You know, like that was my thing. I'm coming back to Tallaght. I'm gonna open a gym. I'm gonna do what this did for me in a sport. Yeah, mm. that was always the dream. You know mm. what I mean? Um, and it was SBG Tallaght at that time. And now, even look at the, the word SBG Tallaght. I like what I have now, you know what I mean? Like yeah. everything worked out for a reason. I like what I have now. We have a massive community um of people of, of all walks of life. Like we've 
we was at like 52 that started six months ago, you know what I mean? And they're mm. flying now in life, like losing weight, starting to find out what it's like life again, basically. You know? Yeah, yeah. And I, that's, I love that. And then and then you have people, as I said, like that was here, like, like Sean O'Bannon and stuff like that, and people like Mikey Bourne, and like some really, really good talent coming up, you know, and then, and then it will it will start again. And when they sign for the UFC, they will be the second ever UFC fighter sign mm. in, in Palette, you know what I mean? I think there's a lot of flack on SBG at the minute because of like the level of talent that they have in the UFC where it's it's probably just Connor now, isn't it? Like I know Ian Gary probably would have been under that except for they turned to Team KF and then he separated from them. You know, but what I wanted to ask you on that is like did you see this coming in a sense, like the separation, purely because what I mean by that is like right, SBG and Conor McGregor go hand in hand, right? Conor McGregor is the fucking the most famous fighter on the planet. SBG has grown, that name has grown because of him as well. Although you are all day ones and he's put the hours in and stuff, that name has just grown purely. Conor McGregor, look, he is what it is. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So what I mean by that is, like, obviously you see business grow as well. Money's coming in, everything's gravy. Did you see this coming? Did you see the separation coming? Because, I again, mean, it's, so it's like the class of 92. It's like your skulls, Beckham and all, and that crew, do you know what I mean? And then all of a sudden it's like, they're gone, what the fuck, they're taken away from... History yeah. and legacy, like for me, not actually. Look, I'm, I'm still like so. Um, I got my I got my black belt off Tom King in the end, stuff like that as well. So Tom King is um one of the guys that probably wasn't getting noticed uh, mentioned en- enough. So c- Tom King would have been the first black belt mm-hmm. that was produced. So for, um by John, so produced as like and yeah, I, when yeah. I say boy John because it's like sometimes like like even guys that come up on our belts now, I don't call them my blue belts and my purple belts and my brown belts. You had that probably before he got to you or something? No, because they case? are themselves, you know. I get I, you. I, I, I'm just careful with the language and stuff like that. You get people going like, like them two people over there are my black belts and it's like, they leave that fucking black belts now. Like, you know what I mean? In a way, no one owns anybody in that way. Like, and yeah. Now, but saying that, so Tom's the first black belt. Um, Tom's someone I would always looked up to, you know what I mean? In a way of like, where Tom kind of like, he would remind me of like boxer, you know, boxer of um, Animal Farm. So he just keeps going, just keeps yeah. going, doesn't really look around what's going on, like doesn't really care about like the political stuff that's going. Just keeps doing the work, keeps the classes and doing them. That's the way he was. That. Mm. You know what I always think about, Paddy. You know when you're watching the UFC, look, I'd be a, as casual a fan as you could meet now. But wrestling always seems very dominant, and in America, it's drilled in their schools. In uh, Russia, you have combat sambo and stuff. You look at like Khabib. W- what's the equivalent in Ireland? Like, there's no wrestling. In a school level, at junior level, like. But there actually is, is Ireland. That? There's a wrestling. There's ki- uh, fisty cuff. He was there. Uh, was was it originating in Ireland? You ever hear that? No. 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 It's like you've got. I've got to hold one of your sleeves, and you've got to hold one of my sleeves. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, people used to sell uh, things outside mm-hmm. pubs and stuff like that. Um, and and it's we're the fighting Irish now. We're the compliant Irish now. <laughs> but they, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that tattoo says. It's always going back, back to it. I love it. it. No, but like that's but that's it. It's that's so the passion, yeah. Listen, yeah. I think we may be always weird at complaint Irish. Didn't Owen McNeil cancel the the rebellion and, and and then seven lads had to say, No, this is the time now. Audrey Pearson, all them guys. And seven of the leaders turned up and signed a proclamation knowing that they would be killed. When it came down to it, the rest legged it. And sometimes maybe that happens, you know, and maybe that's just always what happens. And then we go, Oh, that only happened then. No, it always happens. Mm. Maybe it's only a little fear. You know, so that's what Mainham Tour is pretty sad. The, the compliant Irish, yeah, instead of, instead of the fighting Irish. But, um, yeah, but we are very good at fighting combat sports. Think of it, like, you just have to look around. Like, you've got you've got lads, like, like even to Taekwondo, like Jack Woolley and stuff like that starting to come up. And then you have, like, um Kelly Harrington and K.E. Taylor. and Bernard Dunn, yeah, champ. Ashland Daly. And then, like, you know what I mean? You have McCourt and stuff like that coming up as well. Well, not coming up now, but, like, 
done really well and, and, mm. and going to get a, a, like a proper shot at soon and Sinead Cavanagh then fighting for the belt and Cyborg yeah Cyborg look if we if, if, <coughs> like, if we couldn't or any or any sports council or that and give a shit you'd actually have some news you know what I mean other than like we found another person robbing loads of money today yeah. Like, yeah. but we're not going to talk about it we're going to do an investigation and you're not going to hear about it mm. Mm. In other news, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, it's like, yeah. we should do the news on his show. <laughs> <laughs> the voice yeah. offers is fucking powerful, are we? Yeah. I'm telling you. Jay, have you got more? We're we'll, we'll at here, Jay. We swear up and rub soon, Harry. We jogged our ring here. We'll end We're pretty sure they have it. We can end it with a few. Uh, we can just give yes or no answers, right? Give us I don't know how about these ones. Hit me. Uh, this is the only guard station questions. No, right. <laughs> <laughs> right. James Gallagher. Do you see James Gallagher ever moving to the UFC? Um, I don't know. I hope so. I'd like to see him. I'd like to see him. I'd like to see James doing really well in his life. You know? I mean, James is James has always been a growing that James was like basically it was a kid coming down from Belfast and like on the buses. You know, he used to go to, like go to like get a bus down and bus back up and and train with us and like incredible uh, like athlete in that way. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Serious commitment. Yeah, well, like, yeah, hundred percent. I mean, don't people think people think that part? Think think to give maybe James a little bit. Um, Black, uh, he gets mean, a lot of stick for the. Doesn't deserve it. It's that video, isn't it, when he squares up your man before the fight, and then your man yeah. knocks him out. See the idea, That's yeah. Just the one you see all. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'll be blatantly honest, right? I thought he went down a little, a little road of trying to be too much like Connor. That's the blueprint. Doesn't I feel it? like I mean, a few people in SBG did though, but I feel like these were people that were just coming in. They, they saw Connor on the telly and they come in and, you know, you had to go to Jay. Yeah, I can do the the strut, Ari. You grew the beard out. James is down. <laughs> James is with us since he was a kid, and, and if you think of it, like how impressed John found him at thirteen or something, didn't he? Um, yeah, he came down to us about thirteen years of age. Yeah. Mm. yeah what did you when you started hooligan? Um, I was about eighteen. Yeah. Honestly, so he was late. I was late. Late star. developer. Late mm. starting. Late developer. Mm. Yeah, like late starting. We at the time, my girlfriend had fell pregnant. Um, uh, my, my first son's mom turning. I just did not want to be. I didn't want to be like everyone else in the house and stay. I just didn't want it. I always had to look at it. I don't say a good bone in my body, but I just, I was cared, you know what I mean? Like yeah. I was the type to like help the neighbours, you know what I mean? Mm. You know I, mean? I just wanted a thing. And you have a deeper meaning. That's, that is it. And I really, do you know what, mm. boys? It's since the last little while I've been, that's, I do believe that. I yeah. believe I am here. Like sometimes when I'm getting, I look back and I'm like, I don't know how I got here. I don't know how the resources are around me. Yeah. But they only came and they're perfect and it's right now and I trust that. Mm. I've, got, I've got more faith over the last little while and I believe in that. So yeah, mm-hmm. this was supposed to be yes or no, Paddy. Yeah, yeah no, yeah. And he's <laughs> you're dragging it on yourself. Come on, look, <laughs> that, that's a bad yes or no question. Yeah. That's a true. No, that's that's true. That was a terrible yes or you no could, question. James Someone Gallagher I know moved to the UFC. Fifteen years, oh, wow. and it's yeah. like <laughs> right. Yes or no? Yeah. No context allowed. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, <laughs> we'll just go. You can answer them however you want to, right? Will Conor McGregor compete again? Yeah, yeah, we think so. Hundred percent. He's stuck to the yes or no. Right. Will he be a world champion again? Yeah, I think so. Okay. What's the goal for Hulahan Martial Arts? Just keep building the community and improving people's lives and and obviously cracking that UFC thing when it comes to it. That's mm-hmm. my passion is building fighters, you know. So mm-hmm. um, I want to I want to be one of the best coaches in the world, um, and I want people to do really really well in life, and not mm-hmm. only just like with their profession. I want them to I want them to like make enough money now because maybe we were the Georgie Bests and stuff like that. Yeah. And then and I want them to be able to like come home after a fight and buy a house and I want to see the look on their face after one of them buys the house and stuff like that one. What day. was it like on the regional scene, money wise? Like how difficult was that? I fought two blocks of five hundred euro one time. Two of them, two for one day. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> five hundred them? <laughs> 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 yeah. And one of them had a win over Connor. Fuck that guy, yeah, he sub Connor. Oh, that was he? him. He was in, included in the five hundred. Mm, that's nuts. Uh biggest prospect in Ireland currently. 
Um, two of them, probably um, Paul Hughes and um, and James, I'd say. And James, yeah, yeah and, and James and a prospect though. And Keith, well, no, he's probably he's on the verge of a world title, isn't he's he? Established, yeah, like and and then Keith or Crosby as well. Keith or Crosby, I don't think he's signed to any organization now. And does he fight with Bellator independently? Um, I think he's, I think he's, I think he's done with Bell- Bellator now. Really? So yeah, I think his his goes to make the UFC. You know what I mean, there's right. some, there's some. Cracking prospects out there that yeah. are younger again that goes out. Like you've got, um, you've got some really good young uh, prospects as well. You know what I mean? Mm. That are coming up and uh, yeah, the game is changing. It's getting faster. Getting people are getting better quicker. Yeah, oh, absolutely. And you can see it like from years ago back in the GSP Matthews days. Now GSP was always the best well-rounded fighter. I, I think I personally think he's the greatest of all Wrestling time. Wrestling base again, isn't it? But I think he's the greatest of all time. But you can still see like he kind of stayed with every generation. Because the generations got better. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, 100%. Every fighter was a more well-rounded fighter. You know, you're either a wrestler or a striker. Molly McDonald, I think, was starting that. It's yeah. The start of a basic. Yeah, he, he was like team. the fucking the protege or something, wasn't he? Like, yeah. um, right, so... When I fought in Canada, funny story, standing outside the chipper, he's standing there with his bag like this, right? I'm like, what are you doing? My mother's checking me. I <laughs> pulled up and he opened up a minivan, basically jumped into the side of a minivan like he was getting collected from soccer. That's good. After being fighting on the show, closed the door. And drove off. Did you just say he's soccer because yeah, it was in America? It was in America, it was in Canada, yeah. <laughs> oh, he's just no, no, he's in Canada. He's in like, 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 like a soccer van or something. You know what he's like? Soccer yeah. vans. Football vans doesn't count. Like, <laughs> that sounds tough. <laughs> <laughs> but he's like this like borderline psycho now, isn't he? Like, he wants like he's no like, yeah. rules. Like, he wants headbutts, footstomp, uh, fucking headstomps. I don't think he's ever been the same after that Roddy McDonald fight, you know? The Robbie Lawler. Look at his record. That's it. Listen, them fights take years off your life, whether you like it or not. But would you not put that down to Connor with Diaz? And they have the trilogy to go, but absolutely. Like I don't think that fight happens. They put that out there. Diaz has know. one fight left on his contract, and I don't think he's going to sign. Maybe that's what he's doing. Yeah, but he's looking at Tony Ferguson. Connor's out for a while. Think about it. Yeah, well, he, he can, can do it. Imagine he both went out side and did it. Yeah. Imagine Connor goes in and fights Tony Ferguson. Ed, Ed, Wait, how I, I think Diaz Tony Ferguson will be a puncher back for him at the minute. And yeah. they go out to, um, to the boy or something like that and do it in a big huge arena out there. Well, like, they were supposed to do that with the party thing, and that's how the fight ended up getting made. McGregor promotions. Yeah. You know what I mean? You think Ferguson's the fight for him? For, for Connor? I say he pushed the head off to Ferguson. Like, do you know what I right think about I don't that? Think, I, don't think Fer- like, I don't know how Ferguson got... I mean, looking at his last few fights. You see the beating Gaethje put on him? Now, yeah. imagine all them smacks coming from Connor. It'd be better. Fucking Corton, you know what I mean? Definitely. I don't think... I think Tony Ferguson needs to try and curve that and get out of there quick, Wonder, you know what I mean? But, he, but like, I think that, that, that would be a good fight. How does... McGregor fuck him up. How do you take Connor down either? Right, so Connor, Connor's coming off a two-fight losing streak, right, for the first time in his career. How does he fix it and get back on top? There's a lot of people that say, right, it's about you probably need to fucking change camp. You probably need to be with like a Farah Sahabi or something like that. Being like SBG in day ones again, would that be a wise decision? Who it is, people? You know what I'm going to say. It's people on the internet, do you know what I mean? But some of them are a lot of fucking journalists as well, or else they're like MMA fighters who have now transitioned to media. But someone Bisping keeps saying it's doesn't he? Yeah, he's Bisping says that a lot, but Bisping's yeah. a very like, intelligent fighter. Yeah, yeah, well, they have beef as well about the management. Well, Bisping will say and that will buzz. You know what I mean? They as have well, beef like, as well yeah. over that management you know I mean? or something, don't they? No, they have beef because Bisping picked Alvarez to beat McGregor and Connor like Connor sent him a DM and all and like Bisping yeah. brings it up all the time. But you see like, it in the press conferences now he hates he doesn't like it being talked about the record of losing like he snaps on people for that. He don't know where uh, Stephen no, no, no. no one looks hearing about losing either. He was no. the master at first. He was so humble in the field. I don't. Th- I just. I just don't listen to that. 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 That kind of down the end. Do you know what I mean? I don't like listen to, to people. Change camp and all. Like. Change camp and all. Like what the fuck do they yeah, know about? Like, there's like Anthony Joshua having to do. He's having to do it. He's having to change the engine in that car. Like sound. Jump out and give us a few tips. 
We don't know anything about engines and cars. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's the same as the audio <laughs> thing. Do you know what I mean? Everyone just, if something's not going so well, they're so quick to change. Of course, 100. It's yeah. like the same way with, with, with football. Yeah, 100. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, get rid of the manager. And all it's you. So, yeah. I'm dying to get my phone back on after this and see the backlash after today. You know what I'm be saying? all over it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's mad though, because that, like... What score was the match? 5-0. Did you not know that? No! Who was the come from behind the lock? Fuck off! They thumped him. Salah had to get an assist. Oh, anyway, folks, thanks very much for tuning in to the Did You Hear show. It's Paddy Hoolahan, Jason Garvey, Martin Murray on the deck. Like, share, subscribe. Fuck that. No, what? 4 0 half time, 5 0 after 50 minutes. I'll be butchered someone with a butcher Kate. Ronaldo goal disallowed. He went at 4 0. I think that was a sign. Like, Pogba done that purposely. Do you know what's mad, right? When Mourinho got sacked and when Moyes got sacked, you were all after Liverpool defeats. Yeah, you don't deal well with them, this. They're the top team, though, wouldn't they? It's not on. That's what I mean. Like, in the idea of like that, it's like any decision like that should be. Should be a, a personal decision because no one really knows what goes on in the back of it. Mm. Yeah. That was yeah. the answer on that. No? All done? All done. Thanks very much for coming on. Paddy, it was an absolute pleasure, mate. Um, Martin, see you soon. Hey, boys, that's us. Thanks for joining, lads.